Let's get this party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. One in four millennials say they brought protection to their high school reunion. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You definitely yeah, like bring the box of Magnums. Yeah. <laughs> Mars. I feel like I've seen skid marks in my dad's diaper yeah. as a kid. Yeah, well, that's like, oh. You feel that too? I yeah. kind of feel like I've seen it. Ginch. You put a lot of personal touches in your office, Ginch. Like, you, no. got, you got like the window. It looks like you're on the verge of quitting or yeah, like ready to be fired and you have a basket somewhere ready to go. Yeah, they may have said something. <laughs> Producer Haley. If yeah. you go back to school, can you bring a typewriter? Everybody else has their laptops. You're just typing away. <laughs> and you, the now family. This text here, five, six, seven, eight, nine from another Leah. My sister looked outside and really thought that the firefighters were early morning strippers for her bachelor. <laughs> Not. You girls have went all in. <laughs> it's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's, uh, I think I'm all healed up, right? Yeah, you sound it. You sure sound healthy. Sound good, buddy. Well, I feel healthy. Well, you don't I feel sound. like a, I feel like a spring chicken. Right. Yeah, maybe not. This too. is radio where it's pretty much <laughs> audio dependent. Yeah, that's right. Damn it! <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> so true. Well, good morning, guys. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for joining us. Let me know if it gets hot in here, guys, because it was like 16 degrees when I walked in here. Oh, well, so I cranked. It up. Yeah, I cranked it. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys get hot, let me know. Well, Ginger's prepared for it. He's got the two con. Well, you got the two con. You got the mitts yeah. on. You got the boots on. I got the boots, no which, mitts. Which, by the way, um, I was standing by a ginger at the coffee pot yesterday after the show, and I'm like, damn, look at these boots on you. You got new boots. First time in almost a decade Let me see them, buddy. complimented me. Boot! Oh, they look good. Thank you. It's a good boot. Um, the, It hasn't snowed yet, though. Yeah, we had well, snow. there was snow earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We had snow. It's boot season. And then once you go to boots, it's tough to go back to shoes. Yeah. Because right. yeah. now I feel cold when I wear shoes, because like, the tops are open, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And those are like uh, ankle boots, which uh, uh, Ginger throwing him, uh, throwing his leg up on the desk here. Yeah, Ginger, where's your sock? Well, I, is I it a shorty? Short socks. Yeah. Oh, you got the Pumas. Yeah, yeah. I Always hate wear those sock. socks. Yeah, you don't those, throw you don't throw a tube on there. Those super low socks. Ugh. Mm. I would do a tube, but these shorts, these pants have like a cuffed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's not good. Yeah. What do you call the bottom part of the pant? It's a cuff. It's a cuff. It's a cuff. It's a cuff. Yeah, it's a, cuff. <laughs> it's a tapered cuff, I should say. The, like, yeah, it's the tighter, cuff. Yeah. tighter cuff, yeah. So it sort of slides up a bit? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't want any socks showing. Oh, yeah, Okay. Yeah. So you're showing some sexy, almost ankle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some real pale skin. It mm-hmm. looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, new boots. That's exciting. Yeah. What was the occasion? Uh, Rach just got me new boots. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Rach got boots. <laughs> well, that's good. The old boots wore out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like boot shopping. You guys like boot shopping? Oh, I love shoe shopping. I'll go oh, any day. Oh, boot shopping and shoe shopping is very different. Yeah, I'll go boot shopping any day. All right. I don't, re- I don't recall the last time I bought boots. Oh, man. Take me over to do uh, Winners and then Designer Shoe Warehouse. Yes, dub. Yeah, those are my two stops. Yeah. Oh, I can find myself some nice boots. I could probably use some uh, good boots. I'm actually missing boots. That aren't like uh, Sorrells or anything, like the snowmobile boots. Right. I have those, but those you don't really wear in public. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could. It would just be hot. Yeah, that'd be too much. If I'm wearing big snowmobile boots right now. Yeah, like if you're walking or if you're working outside, go for it. But like in here, no, you can't wear Sorrells. Our old producer, Ray, used to wear like snow boots to work and then swap them out. Yeah. Hot school style. Yeah, yeah. 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 
He'd like leave his boots outside his door. That was such a thing. Remember? Um, no, uh, he was the only one who did it. That's why he's not here now. <laughs> he was promptly <laughs> <very upset>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was a it was a thing way back in the day. Not here, but like uh, in school or businesses. Oh, it still is. Where uh, people would uh, no no when people would uh, come in with like the rubber skin that you put over the boot. Have you ever seen that? Oh, like when you go to the doctor and they give you the little booties? Yeah, but it was over? like an actual rubber skin. Like someone had them, oh. like they're proper for their boots. Oh. I remember like a, the principal in school would have that. Right. They'd walk in with the rubber slicker over their boot. Oh. Or their uh, shoe. And then they take that off and they put that in the boot rack. Was it spiked? Is it so that they didn't? Uh, yeah, I guess it had a little Yeah, so, so that you didn't slip yeah. and fall on the but ice. It was, just, uh, it was just a big rubber, rubber grommet. Oh, okay. All what? Right. That was better than just switching shoes? I, inside I that grommet would be all the dirt and muck from the boot, right? Well, yeah. it was high enough that if you if you were like splashing and kicking, then it should protect your shoe. It didn't cover the bottom of the. Yeah, cover. Yeah, it covered the underside. Oh, someone yeah. said they're called salmon winter hikers. I bought them in 2014. Mm. Oh, maybe that's a maybe that's a boot. Oh, it was a wrap. Oh, it's just a boot. Yeah, it was just a wrap, gotcha. not a wrap inside for your boots. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was for the outside. I had it backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a wrap that you uh, you slick on your boot. And then what? You they were? Was it like uh, formed? Yeah. Was it like sturdy on the side? So you just put it beside where like shoes and boots. Yeah, would yeah. Go? You just put it on the boot rack, and then oh. when you're done for the day, you're heading out. You put on your uh, little rubber slicker. All right. Hmm. Andrew says, I don't know what goes on in Manitoba, but your childhood seems to have been much different than the rest of North America. Hmm. North America now. Wow. <laughs> Someone says their dad has them and it's usually used on cowboy boots. Oh, okay. Oh. I feel, yeah. yeah. I feel like it was used on just like fancier footwear. That doesn't very, uh, feel very cowboy. No. Down the ranch. Put your <laughs> protecting your protective boots. cover over maybe your if you go, boots. Maybe if you go out somewhere fancy where it's raining. Well, you I got, don't know. You got your uh, your working boots, but you also have your fancy cowboy boots, right? I sure. guess, but you wouldn't wear your fancy cowboy boots out to like uh, somewhere where there'd be muck and mud. You know what I mean? Like let's, no. say, let's say you got a funeral or a wedding. Yeah, yeah. So you got to real fancy it up. Oh yeah. And you put on the good cowboy boots. I think you just elements be damned. But then, yeah. God, I think you look outside and you're like, ooh, there's most some people, slush out there. And you most people are saying it. you'll only know about that if you're 68 and over. Well, the people that were using them, yeah, I guess they were they were up there. Like, in age. like my grandpa has them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't see the younger generation no. using them. That's for sure. It's been a long time since been. I've seen that. Yeah. I, I dare say any cowboy that has them is in fact a city slicker. Oh, you you don't think they're a legit cowboy? I don't think a real cowboy puts on fancy covers on his cowboy boots. <laughs> what if you got fancy cowboy boots? Yeah, you got a, right. Yeah. What if you got occasion? I don't cowboy think a real boots? cowboy has fancy cowboy. <laughs> you don't think? You think oh, they wear I, their? Oh, I think they do. I, I think, think they have ones fancies. that they bust out. They have nicer ones, but they're not covering them. I they're mean, not I, protecting them. I don't live in Calgary, so I'll, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I would imagine there's like wedding cowboy boots. Oh, yeah, there yeah. is because Haley's got them. Yeah, but she's not a. Yeah, Haley's a not a Haley's well, not a cowboy. She's teetering on the edge, you know. Now she needs to live and do the full farm life. Oh, okay, just, that's cowboy. All right, okay. Because Ginger's version, she's city slicker cowboy. Oh, oh okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Oh, look at this. Says, um, oh, where did you go? Where did you go here? Oh, it was, oh, it says I remember those crash. Sure. I got you. I was normal too. Right, sure. Apparently, maybe well, I got f- one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, good. Maybe a French thing. Feels well, like that makes sense. Well, yeah, I, I grew up in a very French community. Someone a lot said of smoking. That they, you love smoking. Yeah, a lot smoking, of smoking in your household. That's what's happening. Yeah. Someone said they have one for their steel-toed boots. When visitors come to construction sites, they hand them out. 
Oh, so you slap can, slap them over your boots. Perfect. So you can go inside, check things out. And apparently you can get them fancy now for your Uggs. Oh. It does feel like when the suits come down to the construction site to check on things. It feels yeah. like something they'd put over their dress shoes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you need then, Ginge, because you got some fancy fancy boots on. I wouldn't call them fancy. Well, they're pretty fancy. <laughs> they're new. <laughs> they're new. <laughs> so they look good. Yeah, you need some... Uh, I don't even know what they're called. I'm just calling them slickers. Yeah, but I don't know either. Everybody's got a different name for galoshes? them. Galoshes? Galoshes are something no. different. Galoshes is like a rubber boot, right? Galoshes are the boot. The full boot. They were only used over dress shoes, people are saying. So yeah, you got sense for a principal. You've got your new fancy boots. Mm-hmm. So you should. Uh, we'll see if we can get you a pair for Christmas. Oh yeah, right? here they are. It's a traveler. It's a, a snow guard traveler overshoe. It's just an overshoe. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, snow guards. Okay. Oh, Mars not happy about case it. Closed. <laughs> case closed. Case <laughs> closed. Okay. Um, what you get up to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess we're done. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can say about boot covers. Uh, yeah. Yesterday we carved some pumpkins, getting ready for the spookiest day of the year. Mm. Did you guys find a pumpkin? No. Uh, no, I went on a hunt and I, I found. You, right? I found frozen ones and smashed ones. I warned you. I bought a fake one. Yeah, we How bought does a fake it look? one. It looks cute, actually. Does it look fake. Uh, oh, it, oh, yeah. Oh, she fake. It's plastic. Mm. It's plastic and it uh, has a wonderful light in it. I also did some shopping because uh, my beautiful boy Crash was all up in a tizzy about yeah. Halloween this year. Oh, yeah. Doing a big costume swap. Yeah. So oh, I brought did, you in a costume. Did you br- no, you didn't bring a costume. I brought you in a costume. No, you brought a costume. You didn't go a, get a costume? I brought a costume. Well, no, Ginger wasn't too sold on it. You brought a freaking costume. Yes, I brought a costume. Damn you. No. And you didn't bring me one? I, I didn't bring a costume. I think you still have to wear the costume I brought then. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> right? This I was agree. your idea. That was it, was, your idea. it was my idea, but you didn't seem hot on it. Damn it. I've never seemed hot on anything. I'm very aloof. <laughs> That's true. It's part of my mystery. What'd you buy? What'd you buy? Do you want to get it? Yeah. Ah, sure. Oh my God. I can't believe you brought it. Damn it. I can't believe you didn't buy a costume. Well, he wasn't hot on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> he wasn't hot on the idea, so I didn't buy one. I thought for sure though, you just would have tried to push it on Ginge. Do you know what I mean? Like go and get a costume and then like I thought the rules were going to be reversed this morning. No. Where you were the one who was going to show up with the costume. No. And then Ginge was going to be the one forced to wear it. We were going to laugh at him. And now. No. Well, he's Gumby today. I still have Gumby. Where's Gumby? Oh, Gumby's in the office. Oh, you should go get Gumby. Yeah, we have uh, we still have we still have a pile of Halloween costumes in the office. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what caliber Ginge is going to have. Are you sure Gumby's still there? Oh yeah, there's Gumby. There's a cat. He can be a cat. I don't. He He can be a witch. Uh oh. Okay, what what is this? Oh, what'd you get? What is this? Oh, this is exciting. Like this is the reveal. Is that your children's coat? <laughs> this is great. Do you want me to be your boy? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Papa. This is great. Uh, so I was doing some shopping. Yeah. And I was trying to get to like, you know, like who is Crash? Yeah. Mm. Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Trying to get on the essence of you. Yeah, yeah. But still be like authentic. Mm-hmm. Like the real deal. And okay, what's like we know the essence of you. Uh-oh. Is it a wrestler? Did you get a wrestling costume? Oh, he's a grappler. <laughs> but no, I went deeper than that, Mars. Uh-huh. Deeper than just his essence. Deeper than his soul. Deeper than his desires and wants. Okay, I ran him a lot of breath. <laughs> <laughs> I went to his DNA. Oh, and yeah. we know your DNA, don't we? You oh. logged into my Twenty Three and Me, didn't you? And oh, what this... did we find out when you took your Twenty Three and Me? Oh God, is this not going to look good on camera? It's going to look great on camera. Can we see it? It's part of your DNA. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. oh, I know what it is. A Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey! Hey! That's a caveman. 
That's great. That's freaking great. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, look at you not playing along. Oh, no, I got costumes. Oh, oh God. I, I, got, I got stuff. What do you mean? He's stuff. leaving now. You can't just He's, put things together. Okay, so, Ginger, while you were in the hallway going to get his costume, he just quickly brainstormed, and he's going to put something together real quick. I feel... This is really good. This was his idea, right? It Mark? was his idea. Honestly, though, because we talked about it, and he's like, do you think Ginger will be mad if I bring a costume? And I'm like, well, yeah. We can't just make Ginger sit in a costume all day. So he didn't bother. I'd never be upset. I know. We weren't sure. We did weren't I, sure. Did I play it too cool when he brought it up? Yeah, I, I think so. More excited. I yeah, wanna, you were. I saw the light go out in his eyes. No, and also Haley came up to us after that show and was like, "What's Ginger's problem? Why won't he play along?" We were oh, like, no. "We don't know." <laughs> <laughs> these are these are these aren't new costumes. <laughs> yeah, I took the packaging off. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, someone said I should have got you a Burton Cummings outfit. Oh, yeah. Burton Cummings would be good. I looked. It's surprisingly not a hot seller this year. Like a 70s hippie? <laughs> Come on. That would have looked good. So what do you got? Okay, Ginge. I got... I have options for you. Yeah. Okay. Now, sometimes you're fierce. Fierce like a cat. Oh, right. Yeah, that is me. Yeah. yeah. So you could be a crazy cat. Oh, my God. Right? Well, and the mouth actually be, moves. It's going to be hard to talk in that, I think. We'll be able no, to this, talk No, your jaw locks into oh, okay. it. okay. So you can actually give that a shot. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would look great on camera. All right, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a pretty big head. I don't know if I'd... Classic, timeless. You've been raving about it all week. You have a Gumby? <laughs> <laughs> it never comes up. <laughs> you have that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have another costume? See, Ginger, I'm giving you options here. Okay, you what's this? You can be... A Grim Reaper. Oh, oh yeah, just a cape. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. Well, Ginger's he's giving me a cape, too. It's a brown cape. <laughs> no, it's a dress. Oh, it's a brown dress. Yeah, it's a full... It's like a, it's, well, once you tie this around, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that. Spooky. All right. Oh, yeah, that's good. This is full Barney Rubble crash. Full Barney Rubble. Yeah. Who is the shortest caveman. Right. And then oh, what's that? This one. Oh, that's this my dress. A, this is the one I picked for you. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but what is it? It's it was it was a witch. It's, oh, it's a gothic ginge. <laughs> the rare, rare. There wasn't right. a lot of ginges. Didn't delve into the emo sort of no. goth. I feel like this would look good on you though. Look at the arms. Yeah, I can pull yeah. that off. All right, right. I can pull that off. So this is the one. Yeah. Okay, this is the one. You can wear something on your face if you like. All right. Well, I mean... It, we got this. He oh. does have to speak. You do have a lot of costumes in there. I no, know. It's from our... Tickle trunk. Haunted house days. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, and... Ginger, if you want to change up your hair. Oh, I've got oh, a... All right. I've got a blonde wig that I use for Barbie. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Actually, that could be good. That could be good, too. So we're going to go with the black one. Okay. Black one. I don't want to stretch out Mars's top. Oh no, you can stretch that out. It's like it's it's yeah, it's a hot, cheapo Halloween you want costume. Gray hair or blonde? Oh sure, I'll do some gray. Yeah, yeah. There all we right, go. all right. See? Now here's your here's your Barney Rubble. Oh perfect. Are you guys gonna change in here? That was nice of you to uh, to go shopping for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very considerate. <laughs> we need to communicate, James. Yeah, you we guys really do. need to communicate here. You do. <laughs> you were not sold. On this. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, yeah. You were too cool. You were too cool about it. Yeah, like, you were way too cool. You were way even, too cool. Even Haley's like, hell no, he's not taking part in it. Haley's like, you better not make him do that. He does not want to do that. Yeah. Because I would have got something way better than that beautiful black dress on you. Yeah. All right, we'll put those on in a bit. Yeah. 
Oh, you guys don't want to do it right now? We'll, well be we'll a little down on now TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll okay. come back and boom. Yeah. Okay. It's a hot right. tease. Okay. Yeah. Around 6.40. Different show. All right. I'm mm. just checking to see what you guys want to do. Oh, no. no. Well, that's good. Woo. Happy Halloween. So are you going to be Gumby Mars? No, I'm not dressing up. Do you want your old? No, I don't want to dress up. I'm good. This Gumby looks like garbage. Yeah, it does. It, I would not. I would probably hive out if I put that on. <laughs> Has he ever been cleaned? Gumby? No. Yeah, like it's been cleaned. Oh, it. uh oh. Oh, what's it's that? In the crotch area. Oh, is that beer? Because where do you, where do you pee if you're Gumby? Well, you have to rip it you off. You have to rip oh, it off. It yeah. Looks like Crash didn't. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple stains on there. This text here five six seventy nine says classic Crash too cheap to buy a new costume. He didn't commit. <laughs> I said yeah. I said okay if you want to. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's pretty funny. I don't know where my priest uh, costume went. Where oh, I think that went in the garbage along. That's from like 15 years ago. Well, I think a lot of these are. Yeah. <laughs> priest, from priest, be, priest is bigger now, I feel like. Post dirtbag? Mm. Fleabag, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> priest has changed. Priest has changed. Priest has changed. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. This is going to be fun. All right. Yay. Yeah. We'll get yeah, this on. Yeah, for Halloween. All that's right, good. All right. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, do some news here. Uh, six and a mix of sun and cloud throughout the day today. That is some pretty good weather for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, tonight, obviously, it cools off a bit, but not, not a crazy amount, so that's nice. Same deal tomorrow, four on Thursday, possibly snow on Friday. There you go. Uh, Haley's still off today. She's feeling a little under the weather. Hopefully, she'll be back with us tomorrow. Traffic looks good. I don't have anything to tell you about. If you do see something, though, definitely give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 567-89. Let's get to some news here for you guys. It is Halloween Tuesday, October the 31st. So temperatures are dropping and we've already had our first snowfall here in Edmonton. And now the largest cricket league in Edmonton is wondering how are we going to accommodate a super large influx of players because apparently move over pickleball picket pickle pickle pickleball uh-huh. everybody wants to play cricket mm. apparently the sport of cricket is taking off in our city and field space is in short supply according to the Edmonton and District Cricket League oh i've never played cricket i'm not sure if i understand cricket is it baseball but with a paddle it's baseball adjacent do you need a horse Nope. No, that's polo. Oh. <laughs> you would be asked to leave the cricket field. Dude, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's polo. This is cricket. Have you ever played? No, I've, I've watched some cricket. Uh, is it intense? Well, it's like, it can take like days. Games? What? Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, that's why they're upset about field time. They're like, get off the field. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know enough about it to speak too much on it, but I know, yeah, I know it's like just baseball adjacent. You got your wicked, you got your bat. You get your pitcher, I think it's called a thrower or a chucker. Right. They, they take like a running start instead of uh, pitching off a rubber. And then they whip it at you, and then you're supposed to hit it with the paddle, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. And they try and knock down the wickets. And then you run back and forth as, I'll say fielders because I'm using baseball terms. Sure. Get the ball and throw it back. What do you mean you have to hit it at a wicket? Is that like um, croquet? Well, the the I think the, well, maybe they're not called wickets. It's like three poles behind the batter, which I think the hurler I'm not going to get all these cricket terms right. Yeah. It's trying to knock down. Okay. Good for you, Jim. trying Ginge. to hit yeah. the ball before. You've, you've got pretty good extensive knowledge on it. I could be wrong on all this. No, but Crash thought you had to bring a, a horse. Yeah, I thought it was no, a horse. I do a little more than Crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here's some uh, cricket terms. Yes. The maiden over. Do you know that? No. no. Follow on. Mm-mm. The no. rubber. No. Ashes. Catch. Bold. Stumped. Out, run out, LBW. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing Bold is the their pitcher, the hurler. 
Okay. Catch mm. is like catch, I guess. Oh, the, wow. pitch, the pitcher is called the bowler. The oh. bowler. Yeah. Not the hurler. The batter is called the batsman or batswoman. All right. Uh, some people in who were interviewed said that cricket is like a second religion to them, and overall they're hoping that the city will accommodate all the influx of cricket players we have. Well, it's a mm. huge sport. Yeah. Just not here yet. Yeah. Like, it's worldwide, though. It's gigantic. Uh, does it take up, like, an entire soccer field? Well, that's sort of almost circular, I think, the cricket field is. Oh. oh no. And you said it takes days? Well, it can. I don't know. I'm sure you can play it in a couple hours, too, depending on your rules. I didn't like right. some. I know some matches are like a weekend. Oh, my God. When do they call it a day? I think once you reach a certain number of, I want to say, runs. Okay. But again, I don't know. All right. Hmm. So yes, uh, Larea at 56789 says test games can take up to five days. Five days. Oh, gosh, is right. No wonder why there's no fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be tough to... be tough. To book. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. But we got, we got lots of green spaces. I feel like we have room, no? Yeah, I think so. Oh, You'll yeah. see some fellas, like, just uh, messing around and mm-hmm. uh, just practicing bowling and a hitting. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look like an organized game, but you'll see the, the paddle out. Yeah. Well, that's pretty neat. Oh, if I had known you were into this, I would have got you that costume oh, for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be something good into, because you see some cricket. You ever seen some cricket highlights? Uh, no, not particularly. No, I, I can know. honestly say I've never no, seen No, I've never one. really stopped some, to watch a... There's some action. There's some fast-paced action. Crash and I watched a rugby match the other day. Rugby's intense. Those guys are nuts. Those right? guys are huge. They look like mountains. I would scream and run They're if one of those guys came out. Yeah. Big boys. We were sitting at the bar having a couple of beers and the rugby match was on and we were like, holy crap. Like, they thick. Yeah. <laughs> and football obviously is a, uh, football has a reputation for a very violent sport and it is tons of injuries. Yeah. But they're wearing like padding. Yeah, rugby's nothing. Those rugby boys. They're in t-shirts. And they're covered in blood. Go, yes, <laughs> all the time. And they have, I, I not their own. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not that guy's blood. <laughs> and they have like cauliflower ears, like oh, those yeah. like boxer ears and stuff. That's wild. Ugh. Well, nonetheless, if you're a cricket player, more field time might be coming your way. Mm-hmm. All right, every, everyone knows that Seth uh, Rogen is big into pot. And when I say pot, I mean pottery. Uh, the Vancouverite will be serving as a judge and executive producer on a new series called The Great Canadian Pottery Throwdown on CBC. Why do we need to add Great Canadian to everything? I don't know. I don't Just know. Call it the the, the pottery, pottery throwdown. throwdown. <laughs> yeah, alongside Shit's Creek star Jennifer Robertson, who will be hosting the show. Now, Rogan, who is a talented potter in his own right, will appear as a guest judge alongside Vancouver-based artist and ceramics instructor Brendan Tang and Natalie Waddle. Apparently, people will have to go to set as an amateur potter and take on clever challenge challenges as they create beautiful ceramics inspired by their own personal lives. Mm-hmm. So cricket or the great Canadian pottery challenge? Well, probably cricket. <laughs> this feels like a big get for CBC, no? Uh, yeah. Seth Rogen? Yeah. Right? Yes. I wonder how often he's going to... Is he there, he's there like every episode? He's there as a guest judge. Oh, oh there it is. So he's what? just popping the in. One. They're using oh, him to market it. Yeah. 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 I see. I, that makes more sense. Yeah, mm. that's right. Now, whether or not he will be stoned on set, probably. I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Rogan started creating pottery, vases, and ashtrays as a COVID-19 pandemic hobby and has since turned it into a successful lifestyle brand, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. So if you're into pottery and you want to check that out, it'll be there for you. I'm not much of a kiln and ken. But I wonder if like watching pottery will turn into like you know how we watch we all watch like cooking shows. I'm no whiz in the kitchen, but I love watching a cooking shows. Sure, yeah, yeah. Will it be like that with pottery? 
Will it be like fun to watch? Uh, if you're into it, it might maybe. Be, it might be mind numbing. And it'll be like a, like a nailed it kind of thing. You watch it and you want to see some terrible ones too, right? I guess, but maybe that's the thing. Like, do you need to be into pottery? Because pottery's obviously having a bit of a moment, but there's not yeah. that many people into it. Agreed. But mm-hmm. like, same with like, like cooking shows. Like, I don't bake at all, but I sure like watching a baking show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good point. I don't mm-hmm. do a lot of home renovations. But damned if HGTV is but in you'll the watch it. loop. But after you watch them, are you inspired to oh, maybe try? All the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never Mark, do. We gotta go a hammer shop at night. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Off to Washington we go where a lewd Halloween display across from an elementary school is raising concerns among parents who say that it's inappropriate. The school even went so far as to build privacy fencing to try to block children from seeing the sexually placed skeletons that make up the scene. And no, this isn't the same scene as the one we talked about last week oh, with the strippers. strippers. No, it's not stripper skeleton. Now, among the skeletons is a large sign that reads, quote, Dear Karen, challenge accepted. Next year, try polite. Mm. Meaning, I'm guessing somebody flipped out on this person last year. Mm-hmm. Now, if Neighbors do say, quote, there's a time and a place for these kinds of things, and that's an adult thing right there. So for children, no, I just don't accept it. Others say, though, that people are just overreacting, saying that kids have access to their cell phones, and they're seeing things way worse than skeletons humping. Um, yeah, the internet is way worse than a couple humping skeletons. But at the same time, though... Well, of course, but it doesn't mean like everything's all of a sudden... Yeah, like you don't have yeah. humping out everywhere. Is it is it that bad? Like, is it, like, full... So, the news actually wouldn't publish the photo of, like... Oh. So, they, like, zoomed in on it. Mm. I just have their sign. Yeah, this I have the sign as well. Actually, I might have a bit of a news report here, Crash, if you want to pump me up. Let's have a listen. A Lakewood Halloween display is raising concerns among parents who are calling it inappropriate. It sits across the street from an elementary school. Kyra 7, Samantha Lamiba. Oh, okay, so just in the news story, they kind of did a shot. It looks like it's skeletons practicing BDSM. Oh, oh, okay. My. Kids, the kids from seeing it. That's because they say the skeletons are sexually placed. We're not going to show you the full display, but I'm sure you can get an idea of what it looks like. Got the it. homeowner also put up a sign that says, quote, Dear Karen, challenge accepted. Next year, try polite. I spoke with neighbors in the area who believe it's indecent to have them positioned like that, while other parents tell me people are overreacting. There's a time in a place for... There's also skeletons set up suggestively among dog skeletons. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, I, okay, oh. there's like there's a line between, like, funny and, yeah. like, straight-up pervy dirtbag. If there's an option to get it on, it's getting yeah, it it's, on. Yeah, these skeletons are getting it on. Even a skeleton cat? No, a dog. Looks like, yeah. Okay, just a dog. All right, let's keep going here. <laughs> these kind of things, and it's that's an adult thing right there. So for children... No, I I just don't accept that. With what the kids have on their cell phones access to nowadays, that's PG. I mean, <laughs> well, they get anything and everything, even if they have the parental locks on the phones. It's just they find their ways around everything. The school has responded to these concerns in an email to parents. They say the homeowners have refused to take down the decorations, so now they're working with the city and police if they can find a solution. I talked to the homeowner. Oh my god. I thought the skeletons were more or less like hugging. No, they're not hugging. (laughs) Regardless of what they're doing, like you can like, just because like, I don't know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. If I walk by with my kids, I wouldn't have to shield their eyes. Yeah. These skeletons, it's obviously a joke. Mm. But it's still like trashy. And it's still like for children. 
Halloween like, is for kids. Well, I think we can all agree that on still, that. Still <laughs> trash into a cross on elementary school. Yeah, yeah. Even like I'm probably ba- uh, basing way too much on their sign here, but just reading the sign, like next year, try polite. Yeah. Like these people are trash. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. These are these are garbage. <laughs> yeah, because someone didn't like their display last year, and yes. they've been sitting on that for a full year, letting that fester. So they lashed out with that. Next yeah. year, try polite. Mm-hmm. That's no. Come on. Yeah, Speaking of schools, maybe they'd spend a little more time inside one. (laughs) That's a good point. All right, this is kind of crazy. Crime news is always a little more fun this time of the year because of these three words, criminals in costumes. A guy in Florida was arrested on Sunday while dressed as a banana. He's a student at the University of Miami, but it happened in Key West. Someone flagged down a cop and said that a man in a banana costume had whipped out his banana against the side of a building. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. Apparently he was going to the bathroom. Speaking of trashy. This <laughs> <laughs> is just dirtbag. I love this time of year. The banana turned out to be 20-year-old Kyle Mortimer. And the dumbest part is he was right across the street from a row of porta potties that he could have just jumped in and used. Mm. Now, it must have been a pretty long pee because he was still going when the cop walked up to him. Then Kyle took off and started running in a zigzag pattern because he thought that that would make it harder for the cop to catch him. It only works with a bear. Cops are like crocodiles. <laughs> yeah. Well, another cop just came out from the right and just grabbed him. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, they grabbed him by the peel and Kyle tried to twist away. Clever. But because he was in that banana costume, they eventually got him into custody. Mm. Give him the slip. He's facing a number of charges for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. And yes, he was still in his banana costume when they took his mugshot. Damn. Oh, you got a muggy with him? With oh, the banana? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't have his mugshot. It kind of just looks like he's wearing like a, a yellow shirt that's up over his head. Oh, it's not a good banana? Well, Isn't not the full length banana? Unfortunately, not in the mugshot. Oh, this is like the bodysuit that you wear under the banana, maybe? Well, no, I think it's like it basically, Crash, if you got arrested as Gumby. And you had to take a mugshot and you just pulled the mask down. Ah, uh, gotcha. Here's his mugshot. Just posted it up on the app there. Oh, yeah. He's kind of happy about his mugshot. Well, I think he's intoxicated. Oh, right here. <laughs> this might be the costume. The whole the whole deal? And I don't want to make excuses for our banana boy. Yeah. But if you're wearing this costume, because it looks like it might be peeled back behind his head there, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, You don't want to be in a porta potty with that. No, that would be a disaster. Gonna no, be, it's going to be touching things. Yeah, that's like the Gumby costume. You've got to take it down. Yeah, right this, in order to use it. Although this banana hasn't been peeled, so you don't have you don't have the uh, the peels hanging off. Yeah, yeah, but even the the top part on the head, the like bottom. you're going to be touching. Yeah, you're going to the bottom. The you don't bo- want to be touching anything in a. No, you bottom. don't. No. And another phallic costume news: a football college fan was escorted out of a game in Texas the other day after dressing up as male genitalia. Mm. He sat. It's quite graphic. Oh. He sat down, and security was like, "Get up." <laughs> Do, Get out of here. Do a lot of us use this season as an option to be dirtbaggy? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> well, here's our uh, penis pal. <laughs> I mean, this is a college game, though. Yeah, they kicked him right out. Is it like a anatomically correct? Oh, yeah. Or is it just like, a, it could be? No, 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 it's quite correct. Talking head shaft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Rick. <laughs> wow. It looks like it's blow up. Yeah, it's one of the inflatable ones. It's got the bees on it, too. Yep. He could he could also be like a like a croissant like a pizza chef. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. 
I feel like you would see this behind the counter at a pizza joint. Right, with no face and just a long tube. <laughs> <laughs> or he's a shiitake mushroom. It could be a shiitake mushroom. Right? Do we know the team's playing? Uh, do they say? I don't know. I was, can't. I can't run the um, the audio because it's full of people swearing. It was Houston State who are the Bearcats. Do we know what a Bearcat is? Maybe this is a Bearcat. No, I don't think so. It's Maybe quite, he's got school spirit. It's quite obviously a penis. Do the Bearcat. It's quite obviously. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Back in your day. Back in your partying day. Did you ever get kicked out of a venue while in costume? Mm-hmm. Did you ever get arrested while in costume? Yeah, sure. That would suck. That would suck big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you were escorted out by security mm-hmm. in costume. If you get into a fight in costume, it's not good. Did you get into a fight in yeah. a costume? <laughs> Listen, things went down at the howling how- Halloween Howler back in the day. Oh, yeah. Things still going down. Oh, I'm sure Halloween. things happen. Oh, I bet. Everyone's drinking it up. Yeah. Everyone's drinking it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people are more careful now than they were. No, I don't think I so. I don't think so. No. <laughs> You'll still get real yeah. fighty when they've had a couple. <laughs> All right. You get a whole bunch of people in a room and you get them drunk, there's problems. Did you get lipped off by someone in costume? Like, did a Jack Sparrow, like, beak you for some reason? I would find it hard to take him serious. So would I. Mm-hmm. Or, they like, someone picky. in, like, a Barney Rubble costume. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fight you later, Jint. <laughs> <laughs> you and your black, your beautiful black dress and me and my Rubble. What the hell I am. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> It's going to be so good. All right. This poor guy, he got arrested in his banana costume. The other guy kicked out of a college football game because of his costume. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What happened while you were in costume? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, If you're just joining us this morning, um, first of all, on Now TV, Crash put on his costume. Oh, yeah. Um, during the me and Ginger did a costume exchange, which looks good. Uh, Ginger just uh, jumped into Haley's booth, booth really quick, so he'll be here back in the studio in just a moment. Uh, but if uh, you want, do want to jump on now TV, you can see it. You're uh, it's, it fits you really well, Crash. It's nice. Yeah, it looks good. It's a little itchy, but is it, is it itchy? <laughs> There's something in there. Well, it's feels good. It's a Halloween costume. It's uh, nice and airy. Surprisingly, yeah. I know Ginger's in the other room. Surprisingly, the quality top notch, buddy. Hey, there you go. I even got a uh, an old mallet here. Yeah, you do. Mm. It's like an old caveman club. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Mm. All right, well, if you're just joining us, we're talking about um, getting arrested in a costume or just like or like just getting kicked out of a place. Maybe security had to escort you out in a costume. Crime news is always a little more fun this time of the year because of these three words, criminals in costumes. And we were talking about a 20-year-old guy in Florida who got arrested for public urination while dressed as a banana. The dumb part is, is he was right across the street from a row of poor potties so really he could have just like you know jumped in and also in other phallic costume news a college football fan in texas was escorted out by security after dressing up as male genitalia mm. which it is pretty pretty clear that yeah it's uh it's, it's pretty clear it's what it is part. a man part or a shiitake mushroom oh yeah mm. uh this text here five six seven eight nine says hey guys two years ago i found a banana passed out in a back alley mm. i picked him up and i carried into his home and i put him in bed do you pick up a passed out banana? No. I think so, just leave it. To this, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I don't know if it was his house, but he was sure it was unlocked. So, 
I mm. put him in there. Oh, all right. You put him in someone else's house. I think he knew it was his house, but yeah. he was just, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. just having a time as a banana. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Um, staying anonymous, uh, you get into a bit of a scrap wearing a Halloween costume or what? No, I got kicked out of a bar. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> what were you up I to? wasn't even allowed in the bar. Oh. What was your costume? Uh, I was dressed as a French maid, except it looked more like a lady of the night. Oh, oh yeah, those French maid costumes are pretty good. Minimal fabric? Yeah, minimal fabric. Minimal fabric. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was when... told that they don't serve hookers at that location. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That's what the bouncer said wow. to you? Yes. Were and you... the owner actually came out and kicked me out. Were you like, this is my Halloween costume? Yes. Was it Halloween? It was Halloween, <laughs> okay. and yeah, I had just cool. come from a high school dance. Oh my god. Oh my you were that at a high school dance? I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. And the bar was like, hell no. Yeah, they looked at me and they looked at the guys that I was with and said no. When, oh, that's a load of crap. When you looked back on the line at the bar, uh, were there other people more scantily clad or you were probably the most uh, the most revealing? No, I was probably the most revealing. <laughs> Look, you want to dress risque? You want to show off your bootay? Right. Do it. That's that's a Halloween party at a nightclub. Right. <laughs> well, the worst part is my mom bought the costume. Oh, she's like, dear, you'll look right in this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. Oh, man. All right, okay. Thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, horrible. When your mom gets you the outfit, too, you think it's appropriate everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, also, like, come on, bouncer. Like, a hottie rolls up in a French maid costume, and you're going to say no? Mom, okay. She might have been missing bottoms. Also, what? <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, another one here at the top. 780-489-4669 if you want to chime in. Uh, Jesse, hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, Hi. good. Um, your good. friend uh, had an interesting costume, and they were were they denied entry? No, we were able to sit down and eat, but by the time we left, there was cops in the parking lot. Okay, so what was the costume and where were you? Uh, we were at Arby's uh, in Edmonton here, I believe, on like 50th sure. Street. yeah. And we were going to a friend's wedding. It was a Halloween-themed wedding, and he was dressed as a prisoner, like in the, at the DOC Justice, like on the back of his jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my wife is a security guard, so she had a pair of handcuffs. Yeah. So we handcuffed him in the front, and we walked into Arby's. Yes, so yes. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Was it right? was it on Halloween? No, it wasn't. It was like a few weeks before Halloween. A few weeks before. <laughs> okay, that's questionable. Yeah, Halloween themed wedding. <laughs> that's funny. Did you guys get a lot of looks in the Arby's? We did. We had a bunch of whispers too, and then that's when we figured that they called the cops because when we left, there was like three cop cars outside waiting for us. Oh man, that's hilarious! I bet you the cops had a good laugh. Are you not allowed to oh, just like did. wear a costume? Uh, I outside guess, of Halloween, I guess when it's a couple weeks outside of Halloween, you don't you don't expect that. <laughs> really? And especially this outfit, it's not like you were ghosts and stuff. You I look guess. like criminals. But like, <laughs> well, okay, maybe. But like, you can tell the difference between like a. Uh, a costume and like a real a quick glance. I no? don't think so. I think right. people would freak out. Okay. Yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Jesse. Right. Thanks, thanks, Jesse. Yeah, no worries. Okay, bye bye. Because if you have a Halloween bye-bye. themed wedding mm. and you can't have it like right on Halloween, because like today it's a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to uh, you're gonna have it on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense though. 
Like a, a, a one week, like within a one week time frame of Halloween, totally anything goes. I guess. Walk down the street with a chainsaw. Everyone's like, <laughs> Halloween. Uh, this text here, 56789 from Cal says, when I was in college, I dressed up as a robot made out of painted cardboard and glu- glued on buttons and blinky lights. Mm-hmm. I left the party and I was going down a side alley to my car. I had to whiz so bad, so I ducked behind a dumpster and whizzed. I was way past the point of no return midstream when I heard a cop clear his throat behind me. Oh. I said in my best robot voice, I'm leaking, I'm leaking, yeah, error, that's good. danger. That's good. That's good. The cop started laughing when he realized I was a robot, but he still gave me a ticket for public urination. Oh. Really? Yeah, he still got it. I think there should be some allowances made based on your outfit that day for p- pissing in public, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Especially no. If it's, no? No, I don't think so. Why? I don't think you should just, you can't just be allowed to like piss all over White Ave. One night a year? But sometimes you gotta go when you gotta go. No. No. How's the, how's the rebel costume for a teen? Uh, great. Because oh, it's perfect. just like a... Just lift her up. Yeah. It's thoughtful. And I'm wearing it authentically. Let's just say that. Caveman style. Mm-hmm. Like you're not wearing undies? Caveman didn't wear undies. Got that oh. club out. <laughs> I got two clubs here. Well, don't get on Now TV or else we will get arrested. <laughs> what if I, yeah, I'll fall over. <laughs> or maybe I'll drop my pen. Yeah, no, don't do Oops. that. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah, no, don't do that. Uh, this text here, 56789, says when I was in high school in the late 80s, my friend got kicked out of the Halloween dance because she was accused of dressing like a prostitute. Mm. What? Because the outfit was too skimpy, or they thought that was just poor taste. Yeah, is it like really poorly done? Because eighties, when did Pretty Woman come out? Early nineties. Yeah, this is before prostitutes were beloved. Yeah, but I guess I feel like in the eighties anything went. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of uh, dark makeup on the face in the eighties. Everyone's anything. But prostitute over the line? I don't know. Let her into the dance. That's wild. Uh, This text here five six seven eight nine says someone at my work in HR had to fire someone while in costume as a crayon. Oh. Oh no. Just wait a day, right? Or just like change. Yeah, like. If today's the day that I get fired, I walk in like this. I'm like, what's up? What's up, management? <laughs> They're like, listen. And yeah. they slide some papers across the desk. I'd be like... Yeah, you'd have to hit them with your with your club. I don't think so. Yeah. Not today. You can't do actual business on a Halloween costume You day. shouldn't. If you plan to fire someone today and it's costume day, don't do it. Do but it tomorrow. Do uh, some places have like legit policy on costume? Like, no costume? Like, they used to send out memos and ask us to dress up. Yeah. yeah. But that's sort of gone by the wayside. Well, because yeah, they yeah. don't want to pay for the costume anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but we're allowed to in this building. Yes, yeah. we're allowed to. Like, if you're a uh, downtown lawyer, can you... I think they do, like, uh, they just put an accessory on to be like, oh, it's Halloween. Like we're fun. Cat ears. Like, I'm sure the, I'm sure the, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the partners do. Yeah. What if you're, like, you know, just working... What if you're, like, a clerk? I don't know. In the law office. Can you dress up? I bet you it's still subtle. You probably can't put like full blood gore on. Probably not. You probably can't look like a French maid at the front desk. If your lawyer showed up in a full like zombie mm-hmm. outfit, full zombie makeup. I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, if you are going to be taking the kids out trick-or-treating tonight uh, here in Alberta, we're about to join uh, to enjoy a little bit of a warm-up. What's the high today? 
Six. Six. Hey, that's not bad. As a matter of fact, some spots here in the province of Alberta is going to be even warmer than some spots in Texas tonight. According to Environment and Climate Change Canada, both Edmonton and Calgary will be above the freezing mark tonight with an overnight low. And like by overnight, they mean like after midnight of about one degree. Mm -hmm. So when you're heading out, it's uh, it's you're going to look good. It's going to be nice with the kids. Oh, yeah. Now, the bump in temperatures is pretty wild when you compare it to tonight's lows in parts of northern Texas. The cities of Amarillo and Lubbock are both colder than Edmonton and Calgary. As a matter of fact, Amarillo, Texas, temperature of minus five. Oh, God. Amarillo by Which is morning. nuts. Why are they so cold? I have no idea. It's just the way the jet stream's going. Mm-hmm. So we are, we're looking good. We're also looking way better than our friends in Regina, who right now are sitting at a high of minus 16. Oh, mm. no. Just want to throw that out there. Oh, damn. That sucks. Mm. Like, that's going to be their high today? No, that's what it is. I think that's what they're at right now. I think their high is like minus 12. Mm. Which sucks. Damn. Oh, they're sitting at minus 14 right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting to minus 12 today? Yeah. Oh, God. So hopefully. So, yeah, we can enjoy this. You guys can enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, yeah, then the kids are going to be out having a good time. Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, do you, you, are you winter coating all the kids? Well, depends. So I guess we'll see how it goes this evening. Yeah. Like to see if their costumes are I warm think enough. If they're moving around. Yeah. Cause they don't like it. No one does. Covers the costume. Yeah. 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 Just put and a None cape. of their costumes really fit. I'm trying to think if any of their stuff will fit over winter. When Not in really. doubt, put a cape on. It works. Just throw a cape on. Yeah, just throw a cape You're on. You're Ozzy Osbourne, kids. <laughs> uh, this text here, 56789, says, Crash looks like the friendly giant. <laughs> oh, a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, I got to climb the was beanstalk. That on, was that on CBC? Yeah. Look up. Way up. With Rusty? Right. Yeah, you do. You look like the friendly giant, buddy. I feel like Crash has drawn zeros. You know the friendly giant, buddy? Uh, no. I'll put him no. up. No. He yeah. was gray like you, wore that same sort of robe. Really? Yeah. Had a oh chicken my God, and a giraffe. Totally. I just need a, a brown belt. Let's see the photo. That's very old. Oh, yeah. That one? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the friendly giant. That is the friendly giant. I don't think I've ever watched that. And uh, some people are saying Ginge looks like poor man's Geraldo Riviera. <laughs> um, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Like Geraldo lost everything. Yeah, like Geraldo. His mustache. Yeah. I don't know. Is this Geraldo? You wear a cape? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're talking about the same Geraldo. No, I don't think so either. No, we're sticking with Ozzy. Yeah, I like it with Ozzy too. Mm-hmm. All right, for those of you who are thinking about going back to school or maybe you're just going to be graduating out of high school soon, maybe you're going to take a few years off before you go to university or college, but you're thinking to yourself, man, I need a job that's going to make me a lot of money ASAP. Well, lucky for you, I have a list um, of some of Canada's highest paying jobs last month, and the top five are all in the same field. Now, be warned, landing one of these top paying gigs is not easy uh, because of all the training that you need. So, number one, if you want to make money in this country, then you better get your butt to school and become an anesthesiologist. Oh, oh. That's uh, the person that goes in and knocks you out. The person uh-huh. that goes in and knocks you out. Mm-hmm. Um, they make, on average, in our country, $359,000 a year. What? It's high risk, <laughs> high reward, though. Stabbing it, yeah, for stabbing yeah. a needle in? Do you they're, need to they're know? Stabbing. They're gassing you, man. Yeah, they're gassing they're you. Gassing? you got to make sure. Yep. Don't, but they, uh, can't they put a needle in your arm, too, and knock you out that way? What? Well, yeah, Crash, this is why people get paid the big bucks to do this. Yeah, they don't just gas. Like, they'll put a needle in and be like, and you're going to count down to two. And you're like, one, two, yeah. off a needle? Well, they put a port in, right? And then they put, they hook you up to the IV bag. Oh, they get yeah. the blood. Yeah, when they fix oh, up. Yeah, when they're they not fix- just like shooting you. No, 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 yeah. no, no. 
No. <laughs> right in the neck. I've only come across one. I've never had to have like surgery. Yeah. But Rach needed one. Uh, our first child was an emergency C-section. Yes. So they had an anesthesiologist on hand. Yeah, yeah. And he was like the coolest. He was like cracking jokes in there. Yeah, oh, they yeah. usually are. They're the jokesters. They're good. Yeah. They're good. They're because they want, they want to calm you and they want to distract you from actually knocking you out. Which is great, and like, I, I love, I love that feeling. I'm like, yeah. oh, and I love to like try to control it and be like, when is it going to happen? To fight against it? Yeah, you and can't. No, you can't because they distract me with like, when someone's like, oh, did you leave your window open? I'm like, did I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did when they knocked him out to do his to fix his nose for his nose surgery. They asked him if he left his truck window open, and he was like, did I? And then he was out like that. It's quick. <laughs> yeah. And then how Just long were you out funny. for? Uh, that one was a while. Eh? Four hours. Yeah, was it supposed to be four? No, I, I think wondered. they. I think they had knocked me out a little bit they longer. Said, they said that they it would take anywhere between two and four to make it just right. Yeah, to make <laughs> needed a little more. Yeah, <laughs> too much damage up in here. Too much damage. <laughs> uh, psychiatrist coming in at number two, two hundred ninety-eight thousand dollars per year, according to uh, this study. Mm-hmm. Cardiologist, two hundred eighty-one thousand dollars per year. That, of course, is a doctor that specializes in the heart and the cardiovascular system. A surgeon, right on the tails of cardiologist, two hundred eighty thousand dollars per year. Again, these are averages. You can make higher or lower. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know what a surgeon is. I don't have to tell you. A physician, two hundred fifty-five thousand dollars per year. Orthodontist at $209,000 per year. A software engineering manager at $143,000 per year. And I'm not sure what this job is or how you get it, but a quote, vice president. Just get, just not, get a vice president. Not of the U.S., obviously, but of like a company. Mm. $135,000 per year as VP. Wow. Remember when this company, the previous uh, owners of this company, were handing out VP titles left and right? No, I asked You're for You're a vice president. Yeah. You're a vice president. I swear, You're guys, vice president. five people in this building had vice president Easy. on their business card. Oh. And everyone I walked around and let you know. I, I, they told me no. Yeah, the following year, you probably could have got it. Well, because they were they, maxed out for VPs. Well, this, they that had year. a they had a VP lineup in the lobby, mm-hmm. so I just like got in it. Right, good idea. Yeah, like and a, nah. They busted you. Yeah, they busted me. Mm. No was, women allowed. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh like, man, oh. we had so many VPs. Oh, sure it did. was ridiculous. Because yeah. once everyone's a VP, no one's a VP. No, right? it means nothing. No, it doesn't mean anything. How many VPs can you have? Feels like one. You should have one. Because you only have one president, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't have multiple presidents. It would be mayhem. You're right. You should have one. One VP. Yes. You have president and then you have vice president. Yeah. Which I don't. Do we even have one in this building anymore? Uh, no. Like Jamie's GM. Yeah, we got a legit company now. They don't fly like that. Yeah. Our VP. Everyone, literally, when this company, the new company took over, they, everyone got stripped their titles. Right now. So, <laughs> well, yeah. You don't need five different titles. Based on our VP shenanigans with our previous owner, yes. I, I don't respect the title at all now. No. Because I know it's a... It means nothing. I know I know what it means. Yeah. It's just to shut someone up. Yeah, it's so you don't ask for more money. There was a squeaky wheel. Someone was whining like, oh, you get to be a vice president. Because mm-hmm. some people still like... There's people with our current company. Not in this building that still like have a puffed chest because they were once a VP. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah. It, oh, it yeah. matters to some people. Yeah, yeah. it sure does. Mm. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says my husband is an anesthesiologist. Most people don't understand what he does. He keeps you alive during surgery, which sometimes can prove difficult. The surgeon just cuts. It's the anesthesiologist who handles any emergencies during the surgery. Oh, sounds like there's a little uh, tension like, between like the anesthesiologist and the and the surgeon. They don't like oh. the surgeons getting all the glory. Maybe. Because I'll be honest with you, I praise the surgeon all, all the time. I'll praise the yeah. surgeon. Like, the, anesthesi- the anesthesiologist, I'm like, whatever, you stab a needle in and knock me out. Bye. And I thought you just leave and go to the lunchroom. <laughs> go to the 
lunchroom. No. You guys are monitoring? Yeah, they monitor you to make sure that you're all right. I oh. think their casual nature has hurt them professionally. Mm. Yeah, because I don't respect them at all. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were also like, did like cleanup after too. I thought they were like janitorial stuff. Yeah, no, they're keeping you alive, <laughs> Clean up baby. the blood that went on the floor. The surgeon's not joking. Because they've got an important job. Oh, yeah, big time. They're keeping you alive. I like those anesthesiologists. (laughs) (laughs) Come in with a clown nose. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, anesthesiologists. Yeah, we love you and clearly need you. So there you go. Those are some of the top paying jobs in Canada. I was a little surprised to not see dentist on this. Because I've known a few dentists and they're making bank. Dentists are making cash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, plastic surgeons. Like those guys are making money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, Mm. that's what you want to study. Go for it. Speaking of money, Taylor Swift has put a dent in sales of her original catalog by re-recording all of her albums. And now the major music labels have noticed... And they're actively trying to prevent artists from following her example. Some of them saying Taylor will be the last artist to do this. Universal, Sony, and Warner have been overhauling contracts for new artists, prohibiting them from re-recording their music until 10 years or more after they've left the label. Previously, it was typical for artists to have to wait five to seven years after releasing the original or two years after their contract expired. One attorney who represents artists says the label's position is, quote, hey, if we're going to spend a bunch of money creating this brand with you, then you should not try to create records to compete with us. Now, you may not feel bad for the major label overlords, but this is definitely a financial concern for them. Sales of Taylor's original recordings go way down once she releases the new versions, although it's interesting to note that 1989 Taylor's version came out on Friday. For some reason, nobody knew what they were buying, so sales of the original also skyrocketed oh. um, they'll probably start dropping eventually though it wasn't listed as like the new version or something? I just think people weren't paying attention sure right and yeah. then in your search the old ones came up first mm. I think it's grandparents too like you know if they try to buy you like the new video game yeah right, get your Grand Theft yeah. Auto you're like wait a yeah, second yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right Uh-oh. that's right Grams. all right today is in fact Halloween but that's not stopping us from telling some funny jokes because today is also national knock knock joke day oh yeah and it happens every October 31st, and it celebrates one of the most popular joke cycles. Perfectly suitable for all age groups, knock-knock jokes are told in many English-speaking countries. Knock-knock is a call-and-response joke that involves an interesting play with words, sometimes a pun. You know how it goes. Knock-knock. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. Oh, 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 got oh, oh we got you, dummy. Nailed it! <laughs> you, know, you know what I hate? Knock-knock jokes. <laughs> Knock knock. Oh, who's there? Peas. Peas who? Peas and tang. Thank you are the magic words. Oh my oh, god! So stepped on it a bit. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I've ruined that. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, by the way, do you guys want to guess what year the first knock knock joke showed up in print? Uh nineteen twenty two. All right. Oh no, much earlier. Oh, you think? 1822. 1822. 1922. Says old Aussie. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was around for it. Uh, both of you are incorrect. Mm. And you're off by a long shot. Oh. 1722. No. You're 16. 1510. The year three. The year is, in fact, 1606. <laughs> really? The famous book of William Shakespeare, Macbeth, has a monologue delivered by the porter in which he uses the famous lines, knock, knock, who's there? In a humorous manner. Mm. Everybody in the crowd was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Uh, 1936 was the year when knock-knock jokes entered popular culture. And in that way, a newspaper column would write a knock-knock joke weekly for the Sunday paper. Hmm. Um, And apparently in 2015, Alex and Andrea Rose from Texas broke the world record for the most knock-knock jokes told in one minute. They told 24 by rapidly speaking. That is a lot of knock-knock jokes. It is indeed. I hate knock-knock jokes. Why? Hate them? What? Yeah. Yeah. Do you hate one? them? Well, because listen to them. Crash did a few there, and knock they were knock. awful. Oh, who's there? Cows go. Cows go who? No, silly. Cows go who? <laughs> <sighs> That's good. That's, That's a good joke. Yeah, that, that works. And you can combine them with other jokes? Yep. Like uh, Crash, why did the chicken cross the road? Uh, I, I don't know. To go to the absolute piece of human garbage's house. Knock-knock. Who's there? Bacock. Oh, I get it. Because you're the garbage. Oh, my God. (laughs) You son of a gotcha. See? They're the worst. Get over here. (laughs) They're the worst. Oh, my God. You hit a kid with a good knock-knock joke? Oh, they'll look up to you for life. You could also, like, jazz things up. Mars, it doesn't have to be all bad and cheesy. Okay. Knock-knock. Who's there? Ivana. Ivana who? Ivana kiss you all over. Okay. Now now we're going sexy? Well, no. If just regular, like... Boring ones didn't do for you. Okay. I thought maybe that would work. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Anita. N- I- Anita who? <laughs> Anita, you right now. Oh, my God. Huh? It's not bad. <laughs> just, just taking notes. Marzi. No. Knock, knock. Well, who's there? Boo. Boo who? Oh, don't cry. Oh, my God. It's only a joke. <laughs> please, send in your best knock, knock joke. Yeah, yeah please do right yeah, now. Yeah, Mars loves these. Knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Howie. Howie who? How are we gonna get freaky tonight? Oh my god! Where, where did you cuckoo? Like the the sexiest? These are top of mind. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they are. I <laughs> total top of mind. Total top of mind. I don't. Oh my god! <laughs> These are terrible. Give me another one. You want another one? All right. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Knock, ones knock. that are safe. Who's there? Boss Bank. Oh no. Boss bank who? Boss bank you tonight if you're naughty. Oh, oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> These work. They're very Halloween. Yeah, I guess. Very Halloween themed too. Oh my god. Knock knock. Who's there? Luke. Luke who? Luke through the peephole and find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's pretty good. I like that one. I, I like do that like that one. one. That I one's like pretty that good. One. That one's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Oh, I think we got one coming in okay, here. Uh, good right. morning now, radio. Uh, hey, how you doing? Hello? 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 Hi. Hi, Hi. who's this? Sherry. Hey, Sherry, what's going on? I got a knock-knock joke for you. All right, Sherry, let's do it. Knock-knock. Who's there? Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe who? Cantaloupe tonight. Dad's got the car. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, goodbye, Sherry. Goodbye. Thanks, Sherry. <laughs> Bye. Oh, you don't like that? No. Look at these knock-knocks that are coming in. What knock. is Oh, go do it. Knock-knock. Who's there? A little old lady. A little old lady who? I didn't know you could yodel. Hey, that's <laughs> A little good. old lady who? Oh, my God. That's fun. Knock-knock. Who's there? Waiter. Waiter. Waiter who? Just waiter. I get my hands on you. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. Here, knock-knock. Oh, who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? 
Dwayne the bathtub, I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. That's good. That that's good. That works. That works. All right. So nonetheless, it's knock knock joke day today. So head into work and start telling knock knock jokes. See how many friends you get afterwards. <laughs> well, you might lose some. <laughs> yeah, I got one more. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, good morning, now radio. Hi. Hey. Hi. Knock knock joke. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hit Mars with it. Knock knock. Who's there? Owl. Owl who? Yeah, they do. <laughs> she gotcha. Oh, <laughs> Thanks so much. All right. Thank no you. Okay. Look at the app. People love knock knock jokes. Yeah, these are classic, Mars. Uh, good morning, y'all. Radio. Hi, this is Juliet. Hey, hey Juliet. Juliet. How are you? I have a knock knock joke for you. All right. Let's hear it. Knock knock. Who's there? Britney Spears. Britney Spears, who? Knock knock. Who's there? Britney Spears. Britney Spears who? Oops, I did it again. <laughs> oh my god. Gotcha. <laughs> you got me. I Roasted. actually thought you were screwing it up. <laughs> That's great. Thanks oh, yeah. for sharing that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Juliet. That was a good joke. That was very good. Uh, uh, Devin texted in with some cool knock knock facts. Okay. Did you guys know the inventor of the knock-knock joke got a Nobel Prize? Yay! Nobel, 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 no, not yeah, Nobel, 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 yeah, jingle yeah, bell, jingle yeah. bell, yeah. like doorbell. <laughs> what jingle bell? What like a do- <laughs> <laughs> well, the doorbell, dummy? <laughs> it's been a while since I had a doorbell. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, another one. Uh, good morning, now radio. Hello. Hello. Hi, I have a knock-knock joke. Okay, sure. Hit me with it. Knock-knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow who? (laughs) Get out of here. An old time. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That's good. That's good. What the? See you coming. Uh, Morning now, radio. Good morning. Hi. Uh, You got one from ours? Hit her with it. Yes, this is my seven-year-old's absolute favorite. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? I eat mop. I eat mop who? Ew. (laughs) Gosh, she's a (laughs) potato. Gross. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. No problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Mars, knock, knock. Who's there? FBI. FBI who? We're asking the questions. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's really good. <laughs> uh, morning, now, radio. Hey, good morning. Hey. Um, listen, I have very important information. I went to a psychic last night. Um, okay. And they told me that somebody at Now Radio, and they gave me names, okay. is possessed. Okay. This is a, the weirdest call. I thought, um, okay. I thought we were doing knock-knock. All right. That's okay. No, we'll this is interesting. Yeah, All right. We're going to roll. We're going to roll. Who? We're going to roll. Okay. Who at Now Radio is now possessed? They told, they, remember, they gave me the names. Okay. And they said they're possessed by an owl. Okay. Hello? And they, they, they gave me the name. Okay. Who, who is it? Oh, my God. I don't Mars. get the joke. There it is. <laughs> oh, you look like such an idiot right now. <laughs> oh, is it because I said who? Who uh, is it? Oh. Who is this? Is it this? is. It you is. know what? I've got call Happy display. Halloween, guys. This is call. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh.
You fell for it. Well, that wasn't a knock-knock joke. You are possessed. That was just a regular Halloween joke. You didn't see it coming. No, I didn't. Mars Damn. was a little uh, concerned because Haley's not here to screen the call, so she doesn't know what's coming. No, through. I have no. no idea. <laughs> Got no idea. You can call through, say whatever you want. <laughs> Anything goes today. <laughs> sure really going to burn out the dump button. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, All yeah. right. Well, thanks for the jokes, guys. That was pretty funny. That's no, great. I can't believe they're that old. Have yeah. you come around on the knock-knock? I mean, yeah, those were really cute. When right? kids do it, it's adorable. I don't know about you adults. Knock-knock. Oh, knock. One more. Who's there? I heard. I heard who? I heard you were home, so I came over. Oh, God. Perv jokes. What is that? I'm trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the vein some of these go in, like this one. Knock-knock. Oh, God. Who's there? I need up. I need up who? <laughs> Oh, every time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Boom. Yeah, you guys got me. Aussie smoke. Yeah. yeah. No, he did. He did. He got me. He got me right there. Mm. Uh, well, with the knock knock jokes, it's also National Doorbell Day. So do with that what you will. <laughs> so I guess you can recognize your doorbell, your chimer, melody tunes. Oh, and by the way, I thought that this was really interesting. According to this poll, 15% of people said that they grew up with a doorbell that played a song. And oh. it wasn't just your regular bing bong. Like a doom, 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 yeah. yeah. Doom, 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 doom. I never had one. No. Did you have one? Did you have one? Uh, no, but uh, friends then. It was almost like a Samsung dryer finishing a cycle. Yeah, yeah it was. It was like was. a 30-second ordeal every time someone rang the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. So, nonetheless. I've never... Gr- uh, we didn't grow up with a doorbell in the house. What do you mean? There was no doorbell. You guys didn't have a doorbell? No. No doorbell on there. Oh. People just knocked? Yeah. People didn't really come by. Well, I guess you're out in the middle of the country, though, so... It's shooting country. Yeah, right. You guys didn't have a doorbell? (laughs) No no doorbell whatsoever. Losers. We actually, uh, when we had babies, we took off our doorbell. Oh, that makes sense. And we never put it back on. Oh, so you just got wires hanging out? Well, no, it's like covered up. But I mean, like, there's no like doorbell. We got one of those like ring cameras. Yeah, yeah. But even that just like alerts your phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no like speaker in the house for the doorbell, and it's great. If your ring camera goes off, uh, did the novelty of checking it immediately go away pretty quick? Oh yeah. Yes. Did you guys have that many people ringing the doorbell when you had babies? No, but it would happen. Oh okay. And it always happens again. at the worst. It's just time, one right? less thing. Yeah. Yeah. And now when I'm someone's house and they have a doorbell, I'm like, oh. Like, ooh, I trash. just find the sound off putting. I wouldn't say trash. Right, but <laughs> you just don't, choice. You don't like the like bing bong. Financial choice to get rid of your doorbell. <laughs> I just don't like the sound anymore. Now that I've been without it for years. That's interesting because yeah. we don't have a doorbell either. No. I thought about putting a doorbell on. I'm like, maybe it needs a doorbell. And then I'm like, why would I? Yeah, we don't want people ringing don't the bell. Don't ring my doorbell or knock on my door. And then in order to get into the apartment, you buzz in and it's on my right. phone. So you're calling me, right? I do sort of miss, because everyone's got like the rings now. Yeah. And they're all the same. Yeah. Mm. There was like some cool, ornate doorbells. Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And those days are gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't really see that anymore. With no, the ones with, like just, the big cool plates and yeah, stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just typical. This text here, 5679, says my husband disconnected our doorbell. It's the move. Doesn't want to hear it anymore. Mm. That is the way. People with like some dogs are really react to doorbells. Yeah. Like, yeah. get rid of your doorbell. Yeah, just, like you'll yeah, go to someone's off. house and ring the doorbell and you're like, yeah, yeah. So just take off your doorbell. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you know I'm coming. I'll Two wires. You. Take it off. It's <laughs> a good point. All right, I do want to read an email to you guys. Uh, they felt that it was pretty fitting for today. Um, here's what they have to say. And they also want to stay. Oh, no. Janine. They, I'm, I'm cool giving their name. Right. So this is from Janine. She sent this in a few days ago and said, you can read this on Halloween if you want, but she felt that it fit the spirit of the season. She says, hey guys, this might sound completely bonkers, but I don't have any other explanation for what's been happening to me for the last month. Mm-hmm. So I love to go thrifting and antiquing. 
It's something I did with my grandma since I was really little. I love finding old things. I love trying to find the stories behind them or maybe even sell them on eBay or Marketplace. Well, about a month ago, I was thrifting with my daughter and I found an old locket that had a picture of a beautiful woman in it. Mm. It looks like it's maybe from the 20s or 30s. I thought it was so cool, so I bought it and I started wearing it. Two days later, something really odd happened. I set my car keys on the kitchen counter when I got home, as I always do. But when I came back into the kitchen after changing my clothes, the keys were moved to the table. Now, my daughter wasn't home at the time. I'm a single mom, so I was alone. Now, the next time I wore it was about a week later. And as I was sitting at the kitchen table, I noticed the clock on the wall stopped. So I got up to check the battery and the clock just jumped off the wall and shattered. Oh, my God. I wasn't anywhere near it when it did that. And then the third time I wore the locket, I tripped down the stairs, and now I email you wearing a cast because I broke the top of my foot. Oh, man. I've only noticed these strange things happening when I've worn the locket. Hmm. Is it possible for something to be haunted or carry a curse? Nothing like this has ever happened before, especially before I bought this necklace. Question to the now family. Should I get rid of it? I'm really starting to get freaked out and then I brought something into the house. Hmm. Happy Halloween, everybody, from Janine. It's a full uh, Lemony Snicket's locket. Every time she puts it on, series of unfortunate something events. Something happens. If the locket is causing that much pain and destruction, or you're, you think it may be responsible for that much pain and destruction, like the locket means not. It was thrifted, right? It was thrifted, yeah. yeah like she got to the thrift store. Cut yeah. your losses. Yeah, it's you not worth the risk that it is possibly... Haunted. Yeah, if you can correlate a bunch of bad things happening when the locket's on, you get rid of it. But what if you feel bad? It's got a picture of someone's like relative in yeah, it. Give it away. Well, there's a reason it was thrifted, maybe, Mars. Well, you can't. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. someone else was like, I don't need this in my house. You can't yeah. give it away to somebody knowing that it's cursed. Oh, I would. Like, if Haley gave I, me a cursed locket, I'd be pretty <laughs> pissed at Haley. I would slip it in someone's pocket that I don't like. Like a voodoo doll locket style? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Because then it's just, then it, you pass it off to them, right? Can you, we were talking about uh, haunted houses the other day. We and, were. And sometimes they need a cleanse, sometimes they need an exorcism. Sure. Yeah. Can you, can you perform an exorcism on a locket? I think so. I think you can cleanse things. Mm. I've never done it myself, but I think you can. You can cleanse the locket. Yeah. I don't think, I think a locket locks everything in for good. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, I think I I can tell by what's being texted in. Most people do agree that this is a haunted or a cursed locket. Mm -hmm. And she either has to throw it in the dumpster, Mm -hmm. throw it in the North Saskatchewan, or just uh, have it cleansed if she wants to keep it. If you throw it in the North Saskatchewan, won't you taint the river? It's already tainted. Yeah, I got bad news for you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> we have lucky charms. We have lucky charms. If, if lucky charms exist, yeah. then the opposite must be true as well. Right? Unlucky Agreed. charms. We bank on these lucky charms, so yeah, that's got to be legit. And what's Agreed. bad luck if not just a haunting? Right? Mm. So has anybody ever had a cursed or a haunted item in your possession? There's a lot of like creepy old jewelry, like you're with this locket. Yeah, like there is creepy old jewelry. you're handed right, down right? like jewelry yeah. from like great, great, great grandmas and stuff, and you're just like, oh, look at this. It's gaudy. It looks like it's been through something. Some yeah. blood stains on it. Yeah. Also, I feel like artwork can be cursed. Oh, I swear the, uh, that, remember I was talking weeks ago of that uh, old picture? It's like an old like brown and like white picture that my mom was hanging on the wall. 
of like I'm guessing a great 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 grandpa that was in the war. Uh huh. But then my brother now has it and he put it on the wall, but we don't even know who it is. Right. Yeah. I guarantee that photo, that picture is haunted. It's Why? got something on it. Why it's do just, you think that? I don't know. It gave me bad vibes all the time. Is it because it was just like you were a child and it was an old timey photo no, that I, looked scary? I saw, it as, I saw it as an adult and like I'd. I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, why is this on the wall? It's, it's creepy. Has your brother uh, held on to this picture for a long time? Yeah. And things, you know, haven't gone exactly <laughs> his way. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he might want to consider... to get rid of the photo. Yes. Yes. And Immediately. It's a, and it's it's big. It's not like an 8x10. Like, it's like poster. I've seen it. It is quite large. And it has like the yeah. creepiest old, uh, like, goldy busted up frame on it. We may have fixed all your brother's problems. John, get rid of the picture right now. Well, no, I think he did because his life's going well right now. Oh, maybe oh. he did. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe his new lady uh, dumped it. <laughs> did a burnout on it in a driveway <laughs> I mean I would if I were her yeah, yeah, right. Like who knows Alright so this woman Janine She thinks that she's got a curse locket uh, She's on the app this morning she said she's going to be looking at it Most people are saying if you want to keep it cleanse it Other people are saying throw it far away If you have a cursed or um, Like something that gave you like bad juju mm-hmm. In your house crash things that an old painting Was it a painting or a photograph It was, a, it was an old photograph Like those like bad brown ones Like World you. War One. Yeah, probably. Because I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The Great War. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I know which one. Like the, the person think, on there, a good-looking person. I don't know who they are, though. Yeah, and Crash, I think that that's your relative. Probably. Other, other, otherwise, why is it in the family? Uh, do we know what side they were fighting on? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we just cheered him on. Yeah. Hey, military. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you, I did not want that photo. No. If you have something in your possession, or maybe like in the past, maybe you were gifted something, you think that it's cursed, you think that there's some bad juju around it. Yeah. There's bad juju in that wig I gave you, James. That's a good wig. Haunted lice. I've worn that wig. It's a good wig. Uh, It was my witch's wig. (laughs) All right, if you've got a story to share, give us a shout. This, This is the Crash and Mars podcast. Crash and Ginger are dressed up in Halloween costumes today. Yeah. Uh, Crash is dressed up as a Neanderthal. Thank you to Ginge who picked up that costume yesterday. It's amazing, of, buddy. Because of his caveman DNA. Right? Yeah, that's right. And yeah, I'm yeah. dressed up as... Ozzy Osbourne. He says. Or like some sort of deranged wizard. Crash didn't get me a costume. And pieced this thing together last second. You and now I look like now I look like a fool. You did not. I look like a fool. You did not commit, <laughs> damn it. Anyone that was listening last week, you could tell. James did not commit to this idea. I played a coy. You were quite coy. It's coy. You're oh, too coy. I'd like to commit. I would, yeah, do you do this with everything? Like yeah, it's race, like, problem. hey, do you want to go for dinner? And you're like, I don't know. It's a constant Maybe. fight in our marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we could. Maybe I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Maybe I'll come with you to see your parents. This <laughs> sure, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so thankfully, we uh, put together a awesome outfit for yeah, George today. Because we just have the, costumes sitting around our the, office. The Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Crash really has a tickle trunk in their office, and he has an incredible amount of props and or costumes. Yeah, I was, we do. I was surprised when I went in there. I started pulling stuff <laughs> How's the wig, buddy? Uh, it's so itchy. Is it? I should get you my other wig. But I feel like it ties the whole piece together. Oh, you have another wig? I oh, do, yeah, well, the blonde, blonde one. one. Yeah, I'll grab that. Ooh, I'll grab maybe. that there before the before the uh, 8 o'clock news. Up. Oh, Ozzy's not blonde, though. No, but this could give like a new look to the costume. But Ginge looks like the current day Ozzy. He does. Which I was does really he? going for. <laughs> <laughs> does he? If you put on a pair of like circular glasses, maybe. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. Ozzy I got glasses. Do you, do you want to go oh around God. and get them? We got lots Why of time, Crash. Go ahead. Ginge. 
Because you didn't know I was Ozzy. <laughs> That's true. He had no idea. He just threw stuff at you, some sort of cape. That's my dress. You're wearing my Halloween dress. Yeah, I'm stretching it out. That's if okay, you've buddy. ever seen me and Mars in person, uh, <laughs> we are very different sizes. <laughs> Because you have to keep your pants on, right? It's more like a t-shirt on yeah, you. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. I didn't know it was a dress. I could try losing the... Oh, no. Oh, don't take this. your pants off, bud. Take your pants off. No, don't oh, because... Maybe I could get away with it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hold it's on. not exactly Aussie shades. You can't just call any... <laughs> Wait a second. Aussie. No. Well, now you look like a professor of astrology at the <laughs> U of A. <laughs> Does it look better? <laughs> Come on! Oh, it's not better. It's not yeah. better. You're wrecking Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think you need the glasses. <laughs> oh, this text here, 5679, says, Ginge looks like a discount bin Dumbledore. It does have wizard vibes. It does have wizard vibes. Yeah, that looks really good. I think you guys look great. Nonetheless, if you want to check these two out, watch on Now TV. Uh, Haley's off today. She Someone said that Haley's dressed in camo, which is why you can't see her this morning. Oh, oh yeah. She, which she's is got great. a uh, uh, transparent robe on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the invisibility cloak. Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. Hopefully she's back with us tomorrow. For all my Harry Potter fans. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Robe. We're talking about... <laughs> Handed down his dad. <laughs> We're talking about a cursed item that you had. We we received an email from Janine a few days ago, and she said, if you guys want to use this on Halloween, do it. Uh, she said that she she loves to thrift, and she was out thrifting with her daughter. She found an old locket that had a picture of a beautiful woman in it, she says, from what looks like the 1920s. She said she thought it was so cool, so she bought it. And she said two days later, she was wearing it. Car keys have been misplaced. A uh, clock in her kitchen... Uh, the battery stopped and then it flew off the wall and then the last time that she was wearing it she tripped and fell down the stairs and she broke the top of her foot she says she's currently in a cast like that's rough everyone surmised the locket is of course haunted it is I lost the text someone had a great idea maybe just try getting rid of that picture oh like take the, the woman the, out of the locket the picture in the locket may be the problem scrape it out yes or just take it out of the locket <laughs> you just paint it, it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's a photo <laughs> Yeah, put your daughter in there instead. Oh, put your daughter in a haunted locket. Oh, why? You don't think that that would change it around? Well, I, that's why I mean, like, scraping the photo up, picking the photo up. I don't think that does it because I think it's locked into the metal. But maybe it's locked in the photo. You think it's. <laughs> I think you can take the photo out. I would make sure it wasn't the metal before I put my daughter's photo inside of Mars. I feel like oh. all lockets end up in blood at one point. Juju on her. Why? Why in blood? What's wrong I've, with you? I've probably, I've, actually, I've never opened a locket in my life. Um, what? But I've just seen lockets in movies, and I just feel like they always end up in blood. And then someone picks it up. It's like in the blood, and they're holding it. Your brain is so bizarre. I had a locket when I was growing up. There was one side of me, one side of my best friend. Oh, that's nice. How's your best friend? She's gone. Dead. Oh, my God. Uh, like this, to you or like to everyone? To me. Oh, okay. This text here, 56789, <laughs> says, A few years ago, you guys, I had a pair of pants. Every time I wore them, my car would break down on me every single time. Really? Cursed pants. Mm. Those are some cursed pants. A very specific curse, though. They only affected the engine of her car. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was car troubles. <laughs> That's how curses work. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah, yeah. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine or text five six seven eight nine. Alicia, you uh, end up with something haunted in your possession or what? Yes, my best friend has something haunted. Um, her house was one of the oldest houses where from my town, mm. and some of the a lot of very strange things would happen in her house all the time. 
Um, like people would see dead people in their photographs whenever they would take photographs. Oh like my people, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And her, like my son's five-year-old niece would see their great grandfather like walking around and she yeah. never met him. She wasn't born. And, uh, the shutters would all, one time the shutters flew off the top of the house. Like there's so many crazy stories. That Was it connected on to one item in particular? So they found out. Yeah. Um, so they had the house. I think it's exercise, is it, when the priest comes and, yeah. like, cleanses her? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that happened many times, but things still happen. So, they found out, I don't know how, but found out it was my friend's Nirvana poster of Kurt Cobain in her bedroom. Oh, the Kurt Cobain poster was, was possessed cursed? or cursed? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Damn. I- it was weird, so her, her mother made her take it down. And then everything uh, stopped. Uh, yeah, nothing more happened after that, and then they sold the house. And Kurt left, Cobain. What is Kurt Cobain up to? That sneaky bugger, I tell you what. <laughs> That's great. All right, thanks, Alicia. <laughs> thanks, Alicia. You're welcome. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Could possibly be, too, that mom and dad just didn't like the Kurt Cobain poster. Some yeah. say rock and roll is the devil. Some <gasps> some people do say that, but yes. Did Kurt Cobain invite the devil? I feel like you did. Right. <laughs> oh, she see. said house, that house had many exorcisms, too. She did say that. If you, how does it, can I just swing down the church, the Catholic church, and ask for a priest for a quick exorcism? You might have to get on a waiting list. Remember we were talking about that last week? Yeah, I like do if, remember that. If, if that's a draw for uh, real estate ads, putting uh, the house has been uh, exercised. It's been cleansed. Yeah, it's been cleaned. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Happy Halloween, everybody. My cousin's mother-in-law gave her a box of old pictures of relatives from her son's family. She says, as soon as that box came into our house, weird things started happening. Noises, weird feelings. She totally thought the pictures... Um, she totally thought it was pictures and she said to her mother-in-law come and get these back I don't want them in the house oh well that's like Crash's family haunted picture of the old World War One soldier yeah uh, I guarantee in this uh, I have an old steam trunk uh, filled with photos too there's probably a lot of haunted stuff in there well we should probably get rid of remember them remember when I started opening those old like leather bound satchels that had surgical kits yes I do remember that leather bound satchels <laughs> yeah so in- I don't know why my mom had had her I got her hands on it like old doctors like Medical kits? Oh no! Like when they made house calls, like, yeah. house like the eighteen hundred, like little glass vials oh. and like weird yeah. like syringes and stuff. I'm like, what is this? Old plague masks? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recently opened it. Um, <laughs> it's weird. He opened it up in like 2020. It was it's yeah. not time. It's like, <laughs> um, why did you you grew up like? I mean, obviously, the, this is the stuff that we went through once your mom passed. Yeah. You didn't know you guys had any of this stuff growing up in that no. house? And I don't know if she acquired that after we moved out. I don't know. But I it don't was think just, so. Where yeah, we found it. Just a steampunk, uh, steam trunk full of stuff. Was she a collector? I didn't think so. But it is. It's these old doctor's kits. Old medical supplies. <laughs> we should bring. We should find those and bring them in and show James. They're really interesting. They're sketch. Like, and you know. open it and like these old like leather bound things are like on the verge of falling apart. Doctors. Maybe I shouldn't be handling them with my greasy mitts. Oh, who Maybe cares? I should put the white gloves on. They might be worth something. Do we know if they were like used? Oh, oh probably. Oh. Yeah. Get I- your hands on something like that. Doctor, what? I, I have no idea. What would it be called? It's not Doctor Tools. It's Doctor Doctor Tools. Oh my god! Doctor Surgical Set. Surgical Set. Instruments. Yeah. Instruments. Doctor's right. instruments from 1900s. Is it, it from the 1900s it, though? It looks like it. 
like your old like and then it has a scalpel in there and the scalpel i don't know if it's rust or old blood oh god yeah talk- it, it kind of looks like this here ginger i just pulled up like a i don't know like this says it's medieval oh I don't know if it's quite like, it, but it's it's in this. See how that's like leather bound, like how a chef has its knives. Yeah, like how yeah. a knife guy would carry his. Yes, knives. yeah, yeah. Yes, and a doctor would be like, "All right, we need to get this lump out of you and go to your house and be like." Or like lobotomy. Yeah, she's gone insane. We need to pull her teeth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah, we should find that. Yeah, the lobotomy spike. Oh God. Was it used? Well, it's, I don't all, know. it's all rusted and stuff. It's I don't know our, if it's, it's rusted or blood. It's in a trunk. I feel like the trunk though holds in all the ghosts, right? I don't know. Ghosts are bound by uh, modern man's locks. <laughs> I think so either. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't know. Uh, Naomi, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Hi. Good, good. Um, you had something in your house that you think was haunted, right? Yes, it was bought a bookshelf from a garage sale. Oh, okay. And when I would babysit, if you look down the hallway, often you would see an old man walking between the rooms. Ooh. And my daughter saw it, and I think my son-in-law had seen it as well. And they decided to get rid of it once my then three-year-old granddaughter would talk about the old man that would visit her in her bedroom. No. So you think it was attached to the to the bookshelf? The bookshelf? It was a child. We're pretty sure because it was. We they'd never seen it before, and then they bought this bookshelf from a garage sale, and um, and then it was gone once we they got rid of the bookshelf. Holy crap! Was it a, like a really old ornate bookshelf? It was. It was one of those old ones from the sixties or seventies. Uh, I guess yeah. that's not that old, but and it with the little one uh, part that would drop down. It was like a pull down drawer. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yep. 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 So, yeah, that was, that was, uh, I always had to be careful that at night I would never look down the hallway because I was always afraid I'd see him. Oh. He never did anything. Did he you, never actually wasn't mean, but. Yeah. yeah. Did you chuck that bookshelf into your back alley and burn, it. and burn it? They, well, I think they eventually took it to the dump. <laughs> yeah. That's the proper place for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. exactly. Yeah, thanks, Naomi. Thanks, Naomi. Yeah, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of furniture can really hold. Oh, I'll ghosts. bet you, like an old sateen, or like an old like a, a cracker. No, no, a sateen, like a like a oh, not old, a saltine. No, not saltine. <laughs> like a what? What's a sateen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a sateen. It's like is. a like a like a, a velvet kind an, of like sexy an, uh, lounging thing from oh from the like lounge? the twenties. Oh, so you have like a painting of. Yeah, someone well, draped across why, like a yeah. stanza. Why would that be haunted? Out of all things, you think that would be haunted? I think that would that would have got the most fun time. Oh, because yeah. what happened on there? Yeah, the the intimate memories. Yeah, yeah. So I understand that. I understand yeah. the lock at a bookshelf. Yeah. How do you get how, how do you get a haunted bookshelf? I don't know. Maybe it's uh maybe it was like something old and ornate that was in like an old house. I, I doubt it was from like IKEA or Staples. Oh, uh, well, uh, my mom had an old uh, armoire. That thing was taken out of a house from the 1800s. And when it was taken out of the house, because it was built into the home, right? it was put upstairs, and you couldn't bring it down the staircase. It was way too small. Right. So they had to cut a hole in the whole side of the house, and then like hoist it out, and then bring it home. I'm it sorry, was, they cut a hole in the side of the house? Yeah. Well, they're, they're blown down the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then they cut the whole bedroom wall out, and then dragged out this big armoire, and then brought it home. I got the feeling, as you described, your house wasn't gigantic. You no. guys had room for this armoire that had well, well, cut out we of a previous house? There, it was quite cramped. We oh. didn't, and it yeah. blocked a window. Right. <laughs> it did block a window, that's right. 
<laughs> there was no room for it. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom wanted it. She I don't did. know why. Why why did she want that? Because when we no were idea. going through it, we were cursing it. Because mm. it was big and heavy. Mm. Any did, ghosts? Uh, uh, no. I feel like it probably... Pro- I, I bet you children were locked in there. Oh, wow. what? I just feel it. I just were, feel. Were you locked in there? I did not. Yeah. No, you did not. <laughs> There's a vibe around it. Of you were not being... <laughs> locked in an armoire, were you? Well, it was big enough. Yes. Do we need to go to commercial here so we can chat about this? Like, are you okay? That's the least of my worries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being trapped in an armoire. At least they knew where he was and he was safe. <laughs> That's not. Oh my God. Yep. Um, Michelle, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, Hi. Good. Um, you picked up something from an auction and then realized, oh my God, it's haunted. It's possessed. Well, I, work, I worked at an auction and I would carry the small things in a tray around, so jewelry and small carvings. And at this one time, there was a small carving on the on the tray as well. And when it came up to the auction and I was carrying it around, showing people, yeah. it started screaming. Like it's, it's sort of like literally screaming. What? And it's it's fairly loud in an auction. People are sitting in their tables or their chairs, and the auctioneer is calling out. And I was just like, I was terrified. So when what exactly was, so, was it? Like, what was it that started screaming? It, it was a carving from. It was a native carving from a, a gentleman. It was really small. Like it was probably the size of a, a quarter. Um, all the way around. And I is, think it was a frog. And the guy who bought it, like when something is sold, it goes to the back and then people come and collect their goods. Yeah. said to the guy who who purchased it, I, said, I swear to God, this thing was screaming when it was being sold. Oh my God. And he said, oh, don't worry. I have a lot of this artist wears. And he said, that that's not uncommon. I'm like, well, you take it. Like, I didn't even want to touch it. Yeah, you're it. like, I'm I good. Like, I get rid of it. Listen, yeah. if I'm carrying a carving and it starts screaming at the top, <laughs> I'm chucking that thing as far as I can. Get rid like of it. the croaking sound. It was screaming. It was, oh. That is it was terrifying. It was really it was really weird. It scared the crap out of me. I bet. That is terrifying. Yeah. That is, I would skip that thing like a rock yeah. right into a river. And I would quit working oh at the auction. Oh, my God. <laughs> me too. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So there's been a rise in the city of dog attacks. Oh. Uh, which isn't all that great. And it looks like it's being blamed on something called the pandemic pet phenomenon. And that is the explanation for the surge in Edmonton dog attacks. The rise in pets purchased, purchased during the COVID-19 pandemic correlates with the dramatic annual increase in attacks in the city. Uh, in a media release... The city of Edmonton said it received 596 dog attack complaints between January and, and July, which is an increase of 18% compared to last year. By the way, back in 2021, the city only fielded 359 complaints, which still seems like a lot. That's, that is. Now, people who work in local animal shelters say, quote, we've seen the number of pets surrendered rise. We've seen more stray pets as well as a result with the pandemic pets phenomenon. We've also seen a lot of animals that haven't been socially appropriate, appropriately trained or uh, socially or socialized uh, appropriately either. Right. This was dogs uh, that were acquired during the pandemic. Yeah. When you couldn't go out and meet other people or other dogs. Right. So they were just raised, just them and their owners for a couple of years. And then they sure. see people and they don't know how to react. Right. Mm. But as an owner, isn't your responsibility now to oh, correct a thousand, that? a million percent. Yeah. Like of if course, you got course, the dog, correct. 
Yeah, yeah. You've trained the dog. <laughs> you got your dog in swimming now, eh? Yeah, he's a swimmer. I'm yeah. sorry, your dog's in swimming lessons? <laughs> he's got a lot of activities, Mars. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw that on Insta, I'm like, damn, I don't even what? do that. <laughs> what, is, what is it? It's just like a it's like a, a pool for dogs. You can like book some time in there. Oh yeah. So you can get a little Swim in in these chilly months, right? Because God forbid Reg didn't <laughs> swim weekly. You can tell who's a fan and who's not a fan of this <laughs> right. option. Uh, is it outdoor swimming or is no, it indoor? It's indoor. It's, it's indoor. indoor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah. have to swim with the dog? No, no. It's just like uh, you just book some time in this pool for right. for your dog. Yeah. Is it one more place now to drive somebody on Saturday or Sunday? <laughs> yeah, it's another okay, another yeah, track. It's another <laughs> one more thing to do. Oh, that's awesome. Oh what? yeah, dogs got to have indoor swimming lessons. Right. <laughs> Be responsible as pet owners. Sure. If yeah. we didn't supply our dog with indoor swimming lessons, <laughs> he does love it. I bet he does. He did, he did look it like he's really like a little dock they can jump off of. Mm-hmm. That is really cute. <laughs> Super cute. All right, uh, grab your hockey sticks and some Timmy's, put on a toque, and let's dive into the worst Canadian stereotypes. No, we don't have polar bears as pets. We certainly don't live in igloos, and we don't apologize all the time when someone steps on our toes. A new study of, uh, that studies online language has narrowed down which stereotypes Canadians are sick of hearing mm. and which ones we're cool to accept. And let's be honest, every Canadian has probably heard A in a sarcastic tone. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that can be a little annoying. Uh, according to the study, the stereotype that Canadians hate the most is when someone says that we say A a lot. 42% of Canadian res- uh, respondents said that it's their least favorite Canadianism. Oh, I don't mind it. I think it's fine. Yeah, and we do say A. We do say A. Yeah. The cold ones, hey? uh, yeah. See, yeah. It's so, it just works. It's so versatile. Yeah, it yeah. is. It yeah. can be a question. It can be an answer. Uh, I don't mind the A one. The cold one, I don't love. But I mean, it is true. It's freezing. Yeah, it, it's. We live in the Great White North. Yeah, like yeah. it is unbearably cold. People are surprised sometimes though when they've felt this kind of cold. Like yeah. how cold it can get. That's mm. true. Uh, the one that gets me though uh, is a boot. Yeah. I don't think we say a boot. No, we don't. We 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 do, but we don't. I think we do. There's a like a faint like lilt to uh, to the way we say it. But I think it's regional. So you know, do well, some maybe. Canadians do say a boot? I think some Canadians do. Oh, I don't think it's like full of boot. Oh yeah, when we like lived, talk boot time. When we lived no, I don't in think so. Nova Scotia, it was all a boot this, a boot that. Well, I don't think it was, that, but it wasn't that strong. It was strong. You noticed it. Oh yeah, I noticed it. So there is a boot pockets out and about in mm. this country. Mm-hmm. We nicknamed a maritimer Jaboot because he said, Jamie said boot, a boot all the time. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's our East Coasters. That yeah, are I think so. Dragging the rest of us down. Yeah, I think it's regional. But there's like 30 of them. How did that, how did that <laughs> become our thing? I don't know. I don't know. I think it, I do. I think it's regional. Uh, we, also, the number two thing that we hate saying is that we all love hockey. Forty percent of respondents say that they dislike the stereotype that all Canadians love hockey. Similarly, thirty-seven percent of Canadians surveyed said that they don't like that we all love Tim Hortons. They don't mm. like that stereotype either because mm. um, they don't like that. Yeah, but that's just like marketing, right? I guess. Like America runs on Duncan, Canada runs Canada on Tim. Canada runs on Tim's. Well, you're right. Just constant lineups of Tim Hortons. Like, there's a reason it's a. Yeah. I mean, stereotypes <laughs> are bad, busy. obviously. It's true. Don't want to go full crash and say they're all true. <laughs> but, like, sometimes there is a grain of truth yeah. within them. Uh, next on my list, 24% of Canadians say that they don't like being stereotyped, that they love maple syrup. 
Well, who doesn't love I maple love syrup? Maple syrup. Maple syrup is so. Maple good. syrup is the best. God, I listened to a podcast the other day that was um, the Maple Syrup Cast. N- close. It was the Maple Syrup Heist. <laughs> oh, about the big. Oh, about yeah, the big yeah. Heist. Did yeah. you know that? I think there's a movie about that coming out there on Netflix. Should be. That sh- yeah. It should be. It should be bigger than Netflix. It should be in the theater. The worst thing you did was buy him that club. That's all I'm hearing it's, now. It's, it's like crazy. we're on the radio and no one can see. It's, they just they just hear sounds. <laughs> Holding both hands on it. Sorry. I know. They just. Uh, they have. Uh, wasn't that? Didn't that even dip into our reserves? They yeah, took so it much. Did. It yeah, we were so worried much. about a shortage. Yes, we were worried about a shortage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to the whole story on it. Yeah. Um, someone did like a hour and a half long podcast on it, and it wasn't like I mean, obviously, an hour and a half isn't a long time, but you got like the gist of it did and it was they, really well thought out did they ever figure out where the maple syrup went no oh. so they figured that the maple syrup so if you don't know the story um, there were some fellas that were up to some no good business that wanted to go against um, there's there's like a like a board of maple syrup guys in Canada uh, mm-hmm. and some people say it's like the maple syrup mafia mm-hmm. so you can't do anything uh, in Quebec as a maple syrup distributor without the approval of this appointed board mm-hmm. right okay yeah, yeah. now if you're a maple syrup person in New Brunswick the laws are a little bit different for you because you don't fall under Quebec maple syrup however there was a couple of Quebec guys and they were like, we don't want to follow the rules of this board. We're not playing ball. We're not playing ball. We want to be able to, to produce our own maple syrup and sell it and not be under the constraints here, here. of this board. So they went in and they stole, I, I, I think it was something like, I don't know what the gallon I, amount is. What but is the dollar amount? Do you have it? the numbers here. It was 3,000 tons. Yeah. Uh, valued at $18.7 million. Yeah. Man. Now, they didn't steal it from like someone who was like, where's my maple syrup? They stole it from themselves. Mm. So they're maple syrup guys. Yeah, yeah. But what they did is they emptied their barrels of yeah. maple syrup and filled them with water and moved the maple syrup so Crafty. they could deal with it mm-hmm. with the Americans um, and what, whatever globally on their own terms. So this board of directors would come into these maple syrup like uh, Factory. factories yeah. or uh, warehouse uh, plants, yeah. and they would walk and yeah. they would inspect the barrels. Uh-huh. Like this barrel sealed, yeah. and they would make sure, yeah, yeah that yeah. all the barrels were sealed. But where these guys screwed up is they got sloppy. <sighs> A, they started to let too many people in on their whole racket, oh. and B, they started to get sloppy because they filled the barrels with water. Yeah, the board eventually caught on that you could see that the barrels had been tampered with oh, because yeah. they didn't seal them properly, so the barrels would leak. Ah, <gasps> idiots! Idiots! Well, they idiots. must have known eventually the jig would be up. I think I, I thought they I think they thought they would never get caught. But hmm. I mean, there's water but in like, there. What if the, what, what happens when they went for the syrup? So what would happen is is that the syrup would be sold off or whatnot yeah. via the board, and then wherever it ended up, like if it ended up in France or if it ended up in mm-hmm. Germany or if it ended up in Florida, they'd open the barrel and be like, "Oh, water." Yeah. That's what I mean. So eventually, and then they, it would, they would have been busted. And then, but guess. at that point, they got their money and moved. I think on. at that point, they would have been long gone. But they would have been. You're talking maybe months, maybe years. Years, if not years. Because mm-hmm. Mars makes a good point. She says that could have been that syrup could have been found anywhere because that Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, yeah. they're responsible for 77% of the global maple syrup that supply. That is crazy. Yeah. If you're buying maple syrup anywhere in the world, there's a good chance right. it's coming from Quebec. That so is crazy. I listened to that podcast and then I had a really interesting afternoon, which was, albeit slightly nerdy, not only did I do a deep dive into these guys in Quebec, yeah. but then I also got on this documentary about where does salt come from. Uh-huh. And that's for another day. Oh, the ocean, what a, right? what a hot tease. <laughs> Salt Lake City. <laughs> Is it not the ocean? It's, it's wild. Salt Flats. It's, in, it's, in, it's intense. Is it Salt Lake? Uh, no, it's not Salt, Salt Flats Lake, in like Salt Lake City? No. Yeah. Can you no? give us a 
Oh anyway, my God. anyways, oh, it's for another day because oh. we're talking about maple syrup. But oh, is this for next week then? But I think Netflix this is, how is we keep listeners because <laughs> I know they. <laughs> ne- yes. Next week on the Crash Mars Show, where did salt come from? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a bit of a nerd. Who doesn't like how it's made? That's, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. This is good. Best show just ever. take it to the radio. Yeah, right? yeah, I'll just yeah. take it to the radio, exactly. Mm. So nonetheless, if you can find any information on it, and I think before the pandemic, Netflix had actually already cast the Great Maple Syrup Heist movie, mm. but I think the pandemic killed it, and now they're going back to it. They're oh, revisiting okay. it. All right. So it's going to come out. It's going to be good. New actors, big names? Yeah. Did they uh, tap uh, like Brad Pitt? No. <laughs> Bigger? <laughs> George Clooney? I don't think so, no. Oh. No. Yeah, get the Ocean's Eleven game. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, an, it's a really interesting story, though. The ghost of one of those guys that died? But these guys did, and they also started to all turn on one another as well. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. You gotta keep it, that's why you gotta keep a small crew and a tight yeah. crew. And that's what they did. They got too big. They started letting more people in. They started yeah. bribing people. And my girlfriends are rolling in, oh, boyfriends are rolling in. Oh, yeah, just it's just, it was Terrible. really good. Yeah. Broads yeah. be yapping. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Any of the great heights. They slipped. Yeah. yeah. And a relationship goes sour and she throws them under the bus. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. the it, it's sorry, I said it was um, Netflix. I was wrong. I'll correct myself. It's actually Amazon Prime. Prime starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, okay. And it's called The Sticky. The Sticky. It's going to wow. be filmed in Montreal. <laughs> Hoping for some accidental clicks. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Every click counts. And they're going to get it. Yeah, that's right. Because they'll so. be like Sticky and Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. How do we get on that? Uh, you had a story about maple syrup? Oh, yeah, stereotypes. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there right. Is. We love syrup. We love maple syrup. We do. We sure we do. do. All right, guys, I've got some new details, sadly, on the death of Matthew Perry. The LA Times says that Matthew was discovered underwater in his hot tub by a bystander. Oh. Originally, it was by his assistant, who then called 911. And by the time help arrived, the bystander had repositioned Matthew, holding his head out of the water, but he was already gone. An autopsy has been completed, but an official cause of death is still pending the results of toxicology and other tests tests. Um, there's some other developments as well. In the months leading up to his death, Matthew was in the process of starting a foundation to help people suffering from substance abuse. Matthew's memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, hit number one on Amazon following his death. TBS is going to be doing a Best of Chandler Friends Marathon, if you want to watch that. And then, of course, um, the Friends cast and stars started to um, issue some statements yesterday. How did a bystander get in his backyard? I don't know. That's, that is weird. Because I no like I've, I've looked at uh, some aerial shots of his mansion and stuff. Because uh, it's obviously all in the news. Yeah. Um, there's no like walking path around there. I'm going to say it might have been, um, they say bystander, but I wonder if that's staff. Oh, like an assistant or whatever? Or like a, a groundskeeper. A grounds, oh, maybe, Like someone yeah. who doesn't live on site. disappeared for like an hour or two, yeah. right? Yeah. Like somebody who doesn't live there, but maybe showed up to oh, mow the lawn. okay. Pool maintenance or pool, something. Pool sure. maintenance guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So they know he drowned. They're just not sure what caused the drowning, right? Like if it was... They're not sure yet. Yeah. Why do they... Unless they suspect foul play... Like, why? Because what if it turns out it was, there was, they said there was no drugs on the scene. But and they there, said no foul play. What if there was, though? So then why keep digging? Like, what if there was drugs in his system? Yeah. Like, who does this, who does this help? Does his family want answers? Maybe. Like, do they have to do this? Like, the full deal for yeah, the public? Like, when someone dies, do they have to go this far if they don't suspect foul play? I don't know what, if, 
what the laws are in the U.S. I sound like mm-hmm. a suspect. Now, quit digging, guys. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just <laughs> let sleeping dogs lie. But I would imagine to rule out foul play 100% because it was kind of suspicious. Like, was he electrocuted? Like, was it something faulty wiring in the hot tub? Oh. Was it like a heart attack? Was it, you know, so I think, yeah, they, they're going to do it to see I exactly just, what happened. I feel like it'd be like sad for his loved ones and uh, family to find out that maybe he had relapsed. Yeah, sure. You know, because that'd be because he spent like a large part of his yeah. adult life fighting this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. To find out that's what did cause this, it'd be like I don't know, more like a little salt in the wound. Sure, yeah. So it's like better not to know. I feel like that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like. Whereas it's just like no foul play, he died. Yeah. And you're like, well, who knows? Yeah. Someone said um, it might also be for insurance purposes. To, oh. to pay out a life insurance or a death uh, insurance. Mm. This text says, in Alberta, if you die outside a hospital, it's an automatic autopsy. They got to figure it out. They got to know. Mm. They got to get to the bottom of it. It's not the family's choice. Yeah, they yeah. just have to know. Mm. All right. Now, it is Halloween. I think I said Tuesday, October 30th at the top of the news. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the 31st. Either way, you guys know what day it is. You know what day it is, yeah. You don't need me to tell <laughs> It's Halloween. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah you do know. So you say it's, the it's on your phone. It's on it's your watch. Cheating. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. So I've got some spooky facts for you. These are just fun little Halloween facts. Um... That will just kind of creep you out this morning. Uh, number one, Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean ride originally featured real human remains. Oh. oh. Why? It was acquired through UCLA. Is that what my sweater says today? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look at you. I'm in costume. Is that your costume? Yeah, I'm you're, the guy. You're I'm the a bone UCLA, collector. You're your bone collector. <laughs> For the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Go Bruins. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the ride was a big investment, and they thought the fake skeletons at the time were too unconvincing for everybody who was on the ride. Since then, they have replaced all of the actual bones with models, or so they say they have. Mm. Oh. Which is uh, really weird. I would imagine if there's still bones, they would go in and take them. How is that allowed? I guarantee it's it not allowed a different anymore. time. I guess if you bought bones, they're your bones. I guess, and they bought them from UCLA. Do so. what you must with them. As a uh, patron of Disneyland, would you know real bones? No, no. I don't think I've I would ever ex- seen a real. I would bone. expect Disney to put out good quality, real looking bones. Yeah, they're, they're I agree. The Imagineers at Disney, exactly. I, I bet their fake bones look more real. Yeah. than real bones. Yeah, they're more bony than bone. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so if you want real bone, go to Disney Town. That's or right. Disney Town. <laughs> Disney Disneyland. Oh, I love Disney Town. The kids are always asking, Dad, please, can we go to Disney Town? I know, maybe my niece is too. Maybe that's where my mom brought me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Disney like, you know what, kids? I can afford Disneyland, not Disney yeah, no, Town. Not though. Disney Town. Are you no. kidding me? When I think about it, I think it was Town just money. D-Town. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, next on my list, history shows that taphophobia, or the fear of being buried alive, has a bit of merit to it. There were stories of it happening enough that safety coffins were patented during the 18th and the 19th century. You guys might have heard of this. One had a bell above ground the bell. Yeah. that the person could ring from below by laying in their coffin and yanking on a string oh. if you suddenly came back to life. Now, this was mostly during the cholera epidemic when people were worried that they could be mistaken for being dead and because, well, cholera, they were just putting you in the ground as fast as they could. Do you pay for that upgrade? Because I would imagine it's an upgrade to get the bell in your casket. Well, you gotta get an engineer, you need permits now. Oh, oh, yeah. Here comes yeah. the red tape. For sure. What would you do if you walked through a cemetery and you heard a little faint ringing bell? Oh, I'd kick it. You'd kick the bell? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the line just drops back down the hole into the casket. No! Not dealing with this today. Probably the wind. The wind. I don't need well, to hear there that. There would be wind, though, right? There would be wind. Yeah, yeah the cemetery would just be a jingle. How many people would they dig up? Oh. Yep. That's right, because, yeah, you would hear it then, and then they would dig up, and they'd be like, no, still cholera dead. Oh, oh God. So I just kick it. <laughs> well, they had, like, tubes and stuff for fresh air, just in case. Oh, yeah. How many people were buried alive? I think a lot. Why don't you just keep them above ground till you're sure they're dead? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, where's the most haunted place in the world? Apparently, Mexico's Island of the Dolls. Um, it's supposedly the most haunted place. I think I've seen pictures of this. It's sketch. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Is it? It's oh. just like doll heads awful? and stuff hanging everywhere, right? Legend has it the island's caretaker found a girl who drowned in mysterious circumstances, and the next day he discovered a doll floating in the water, and he hung it from the tree. It is Legend says the little girl's spirit haunted the island, and to appease her, the caretaker kept hanging dolls from the trees until his death in 2001. What's wrong with this fella? So he just found dolls and then hung them in trees? Yep. Yeah. And like doll parts. Like everything doll related is just hanging. It's just hanging Yeah, I watched a YouTube on this. Can you go to that island and like walk around? Yeah, I think so. Why you would. Yeah, if you want to torture yourself. Also, I feel like he's suspect number one for that missing girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. 100%, right? Mm. Oh my God. Why are dolls so terrifying? And especially weathered dolls. Yeah, weathered dolls. Yeah. Like, if you find a doll that's been out in the elements, like, you feel like it's possessed. Someone said that they were watching a BuzzFeed video, and um, they went there on our YouTube channel, on BuzzFeed Unsolved. Uh-huh. They went to the Island of the Dolls. But isn't it, doesn't it just look like a... Well, it's, just, it's just a bunch of, like... Dolls. Yeah. So it's whatever tricks you let your mind play on you, right? Yeah, but I, don't, I wouldn't want this. Can you cause a haunting, or do these dolls have to be haunted already on this island? Or when you gather a bunch of dolls like this, are you inviting spirits? I think each doll, even brand new from the factory, comes with a little faint amount of haunting. Oh. It's the magic test. And then you put them all together, and you get... The power grows stronger. Exactly. Right. And this one is probably going to creep everybody out, but we'll just do it anyways. Um, according to science, and I'm not sure how they would prove this, but they have, when you die, the last sense to leave your body is the ability to hear. Oh. So you're like, yeah, everything else is gone, but you can still hear something. Yeah. And then, yeah, gone. Also, dead bodies can get goosebumps. Oh. They still get scared. What, what scares a dead body? Imagine that. We That's don't want to know. That is terrifying. Uh, Happy know. Halloween. Someone coming to take advantage of it? What sense would you want to be the last the hell? to go? Like, cut it up? Oh, jeez. Oh. What are you thinking? Put, put it in the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like the, the... Someone the, in the UCLA's. The UCLA's bone collectors. <laughs> and that's actually what I want to talk about here for this Halloween morning. 780-489-4669. Uh, text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Uh, is there anybody listening this morning who is, in fact, a bone collector? Mm. Do you have... Bones. Are you allowed, if I'm losing my finger, can I take the bones? Your bones. They're right? your bones. Yeah, if the doctor's like, listen, you're losing your index. I'm like, what? And then I, I get my bones and just put it in a jar? Or like my finger? Can it float in a jar? We'll find out. Or would that be, they're like, no, you can't have that because that'll promote bacteria. Well, I would. I think it's just a bone is a bone. 
You don't know if they'll give you the whole finger. Like they need to flesh intact. Put acid on it or something. Yeah, to they might have, have to scrub that thing down first and just give you the bones. So I can ask a doctor to scrub my bone. Well, I think he has to by law. Isn't there a the fellow room. here in the city that has a femur? I think we all have femurs. I got two. No, no, no. I mean, like in a, like in a, like on his mantle. We talked to a guy. Did we talk to him? We talked to a guy. Yeah. I think we talked to a guy like call in again. five or seven years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking he of. He has his arm. Oh, yes. Oh, Remember right. that guy? That yes. Was, that was almost a decade ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago we chatted with that guy. Yeah, he has his freaking arm. Yeah. So I guess you can't keep your bones. And his arm is cleaned and it's like all glued together. And it looks like, like hands and everything. Yeah. Like, that's weird. Like, yeah. do you pull that out at a house party? Why else have it? I guess. You put it on your mantle. You'd be like, oh, cool story, Barb. And then you go and get your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Barb's talking about yeah. her deals at Fanny's. We're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> right on, Barb. Listen to this one. All right. Is there anybody listening who has a bone? Mm-hmm. Not, like a, not like a dog bone. We don't need those jokes. We mean like, a, I don't know, maybe like your uncle's wrist bone a little side thing speaking of bones yeah um when we were, we were eating uh, chicken wings last night and as we we're eating them we got the bone bowl going on yeah um and i'm looking at this bone bowl and i'm like oh yeah, a little memory um do you guys maybe you didn't but in school did you ever glue a bunch of bones together to make like a nope. dinosaur animals i definitely didn't oh my god we, we had to bring okay. we had to bring chicken bones and stuff and like glue them together and assemble stuff so like they're so like if what? you're chicken tonight, bring the bones into school tomorrow. Yeah, like collect your bones from like Thanksgiving or whatever, and just like assemble Stop and it. A, like a hot glue gun and assemble something. What did you make? Like a weird like bird type thing. Oh, I mean, whatever. It was terrifying. Oh, it looked terrifying. Okay, so like we got like growing up here in Alberta, we got dinosaur kits. Well, that's cool. And they were like either like they were like the wood pieces that you could put together or yeah. sometimes they were plastic if you were really building the like the entire skeleton of the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Never were we asked to boil flesh off of bones. Yeah. And like the, the, and then bring them into there'd school. There'd still be like some meat and like uh, veins on there, but it would be like hardened already. And then you just glued it all together and created like this creature. Were you supposed to rebuild the chicken and you just missed? <laughs> And you accidentally made something else? No, it was mainly everyone was just using like uh, like chicken legs and wings. I bet this looked horrific. <laughs> and like you put them up in the school like for on display? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, not we... everybody boiled the flesh off the bones either, did they? No. So they, they probably came in with like... Yeah, you just had some hardened stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some weren't clearly not chicken bones. And the teacher's like, well, I guess I can't prove it's not a chicken bone. Well, yeah. But I don't want to ask you're, where you got this. You're bone. like, that's a steak bone. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would it be? Like a T bone or like turkey? Like yeah, whatever, whatever bone you could find. This text here, 5679, says, while we were all making macaroni art, Crash was hot gluing bones together. <laughs> yeah, it was just a thing when we were eating wings last night. And then you're talking bones now. Save your bones. All right, guys. It could be a fun project with kids, no? I mean, I guess. Nope, nope, it's not. Okay. <laughs> no guessing. I can answer. I'll answer for you right now. All right. It's not. All right. Ginger, let me watch your kids for a night. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come home with bone work. Okay. Is there anybody listening who, A, had to bring bones to school for some sort of twisted elementary school project in which you glued bones together? Or is there anybody listening who's a legit bone collector? Mm-hmm. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
We have bone collectors among us. Yes. I'm, I wasn't the only one. This is great. Before we jump into the uh, bone collecting, though, I do want to read this text here, 56789, that says, I just looked up at Now TV. Is Ginge dressed as Haley for Halloween? Oh. Hey, guys, be nice. <laughs> to Haley. It's good hair. <laughs> you do have Haley hair. Is it Haley hair? It is, because that's exactly the color of her hair. It's that, like, really light yellowy blonde. Platinum blonde. Yes. And those legs that you're showing off. Damn. I actually, Ginger was getting a coffee because Haley's so tall. Yeah. I came around the corner where that partition is, and for a second, I thought Ginger was Haley. I was like, you're here. Yeah. She smiled at me. I'm like, oh, something's wrong. (laughs) She doesn't realize it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Then you turn around. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. So we're talking about um, being a bone collector. We had a story in the news about how, and this is a really weird one, um, the Pirates of Caribbean ride in Disneyland used to have real human bones in it. The bones were eventually removed and they were replaced with obviously fake skeletons. Mm. Uh, They got the bones with a partnership from UCLA, which I'm guessing is their medical department. I hope so. So, or the athletic program. Yeah, who knows? Who knows where they got them from? With my uh, my thing of gluing bones together as a kid in school, yeah, is that just a Manitoba thing? Has anyone? Uh, there's a few people that said they glued bones together. I've never been asked to bring bones in. I haven't either. Never, not once. Yeah, well, we came with little bags of bones. Yeah, not from dinner. <laughs> like never. Didn't you guys have Lego? No. <laughs> Didn't you guys have like popsicle sticks? Yeah, we did the popsicle stick thing too. All maybe right. maybe the bone thing was around Halloween. I don't quite remember, but. I, I don't know. I remember, yeah, doing a little bone creation. Is there a chance your teacher was trying to summon someone or something? Yeah, it's got... Oh, like they're on the grave? Yeah. Oh. oh. And they're like, if I get 32 kids to create yeah. bone creation... Some sort of I sacrifice? Can, I can get something yeah. going? Yes. Mm. Some sort of blood magic? Are you saying my teacher was crazy? Well, maybe that's why that painting in your house became possessed. Oh, God. Because of my bone creation? Yes. <laughs> that's very weird. Uh, Amanda, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hi. Good. good. Um, you were somewhat of a bone collector, right? Well, I don't. I didn't keep it. No, but um, we did in school, <laughs> like you crash, glue bones down. So we had um, our teacher, I guess, brought in owl pellets. Oh yeah, the regurgitated uh, mice. Yeah. So when an owl swallows a rodent, they swallow it whole. For those of you that don't know, and then um, later they regurgitate all the fur and bones and unwanted bits. They yeah. don't. Discreet it the normal way. And um, so, yeah, we had all these pellets and we had to like dissect them and pull them apart and like glue all the little bones down and try to rebuild like little mice and rodents. And it was really gross. Where did you guys get (laughs) owl pellets for like everyone in the class? I'm assuming our teacher got them from somewhere. Like this was in the 80s. A really long time ago, so oh, there wasn't a lot of restrictions, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So maybe weird. they had maybe they had their pet owl, or maybe, uh, maybe their just... yard was riddled with owls, and there is tons of little uh, pellets everywhere. What what province were you living in when this went down? Oh, this was right here in Edmonton okay. at Hazel Dean Elementary on the south side. All right. There you go. Okay. It just, yeah. just reserved for Manitoba. Yeah. No, okay. it was an it, it was a city school. Yeah. Okay. Big city stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, Happy thanks. Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Thanks, Amanda. Bye. You have camaraderie, Cap Crash. This is great. But they were doing, I've got an owl pellet up in the app there, and it is filthy with bones. But that's, it was something that you could put back together. They're solving a puzzle. <laughs> They're building a mystery. I was creating the future. Yeah, you were just... 
don't know what you were doing. Sid from Toy Story slamming bones together, making something <laughs> fresh and new. Okay, you, because you didn't have to like rebuild the chicken, right? You just had to like build something we're, artistic. Yeah, we had to build something out of the chicken. We right. had to build a Franken chicken. Yeah, where they're trying to put something back together, make whole. Because it's not like we had the skull or anything, right? Yeah, that's what makes it so twisted. You were just playing with old bones. Like, they're doing something. Yeah, they're doing something. Stuff. Like, that's legit. Mm. Yeah, apparently, somewhere in there, there's a mouse or a smaller bird or something. Apparently, a lot of people did the owl, owl pellet thing here in Alberta. Hmm. This text here, 56789, says, Crash, um, I, went to high, or I went to elementary school in Manitoba. No bones, but we had to collect empties from the schoolyard. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, pick up all the empties by the fence. Had to bring in five cigs for the teacher on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Too. yeah, give all the empties to the social studies teacher. Yeah, what yeah. are you learning? Yeah, get a bump in your grade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elijah, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Hi. Good. Um, you uh, you play with bones as well, right? <laughs> well, it's similar to Amanda. I'm actually a junior high teacher, and so this owl pellet thing is actually a thing that is an experiment we do for grade seven students huh. uh, to this day. And so not only mice, but they'll find birds and instructions, and then they'll hang them up all on the wall, things like that. It's pretty gnarly. And they, like, huh. they pull apart all the bones, and then you assemble the skeleton again and glue it together. Yeah, you rinse them off, and then you, they have gloves and anything. We try to keep it very sanitary. But, yeah, then the students have to try to put it together. Some look great, and some look horrible. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Where do you get so many owl pellets? Uh, you can order. There's different uh, like science conventions, teacher conventions, and then you can order them from different websites. It's That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's a, quite a common thing to to do in order. Yeah, hmm. that's cool. What would you do, or how would you, um, your kids feel if you sent them home with the assignment of bringing in their <laughs> chicken wing bones and to <laughs> build some sort of Franken chicken or Franken turkey? I would be concerned. I'd be scared about what they would be bringing, and if it was chicken bones, there's a lot of other food that they eat out there and I don't know what they'd be bringing in. Yeah, so, could be bones know. of anything. Yeah, bones of like, anything. Yeah, where'd the bones come from? You're like, this yeah. looks exactly. like a cat. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? No, Who thank you. Knows? Okay, so yeah, you're, you're, people aren't doing it. Maybe it's because I did this way back in the day. Maybe. It was like a 90s Probably. thing, right? Yeah. It was yeah. cool. Na- when we were all cooler in the 90s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all way cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you bet. All right, thanks, Elijah. Thanks, Elijah. Right, okay, Yeah, bye. bye. Okay, so the owl pellet thing, cool. It makes sense. The bones from the animals that you're consuming at home, not cool. Why? <laughs> right? Like, why? So I'm not putting the bone in a landfill, But it's I just guess. it's just gross, though, because you know that not every parent scrubbed those bones, including oh. your own. Oh, there were, the bones were not cleaned. Like, it was just from dinner the, yeah. last night, right? So there was like a... a it just looked like... Man, everyone's uh, thing kind of looked like just a ball of bones with still like dried beef jerky-style meat hanging off of it. But there was just no reason it had to be bones. Like, just get some sticks. Yeah, I went in. Go get some twigs if you didn't have access to popsicle Where's sticks. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> well... Jeez. Get creative. Kill chicken. God. Uh, Caitlin, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Uh, you're a you're a history major, right? Yes, I am. Ooh, uh, Are you a bone collector? Yeah. I am not. Um, I did actually just think of this. So my brother and dad have shot a bison to eat like a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, and they did get the skull cleaned and like professionally. Um, and my brother still has it. It is. Massive. That would be huge. A bison you, skull. Where do you put that? He has it sitting in his room in my parents' house. Oh, at the parents' does house. Does he That's live crazy. with your parents? Not anymore, no. No. It, does he live with a partner? 
No. Okay, because I was going to say, that's probably why it's at his parents' house. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is he going to bring it? like, Or is he just going to leave it there? I imagine he would probably bring it at some point. Um, I don't know how his now girlfriend will feel about that. Oh, I, I know how she'll feel about that. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were previously living together, and my answer uh, would have been no as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, a wild thing. Was it ever on display at your parents' house, or it's always hidden in this room? It's always been in his room. Um, it w- yeah. Like it was his. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. All awesome. Right. Okay, thanks, Caitlin. Thanks, Caitlin. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Oh, what I was going to say um, was that the biggest phone collectors is actually the Catholic Church. Oh, the Catholic Sorry, Church. Sorry, you cut out there. I wasn't sure what you said at the beginning. Oh. What was that? Um, I said one of the <laughs> They're not letting you talk. The Catholic Church is strong. <laughs> They're powerful. They are today. powerful. Sorry, you're cutting out. We can't there, Caitlin, hear you, Caitlin. Thanks for sorry. That. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she has the secret that They're needs good. to be told. They're so good. I think she's saying they're the, one of the biggest bone collectors. Oh, mm, I would imagine. Yes. Oh yeah. They have the biggest bone collection in the world. Yeah, because I think I actually watched a, a documentary on like where you can go to see some of the like the biggest bone collections, like, like the catacombs in Paris, for example. Which, why didn't we go see that? That would have been wild. Because we were only in Paris for like <sighs> three weeks. I had to choose between the Louvre <laughs> and the catacombs, and I chose the Louvre. Oh, there's other things. There's other things beside those two, right? In Paris, in Gay Paris. <laughs> oh yeah, the catacombs like the one like lined with the skulls. Right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You can go down there because those are that. all real. Would yeah. you go see that? And I'll oh, bring yeah. you a little chicken bone creation. Down. But are you supposed to be like, is it like supposed to be sad? Because those don't, those people weren't like volunteering, right? To be a part of that. No, I think it is quite sad. Yeah, I think it's supposed, are you to, be supposed sad. to be sad. Well, I don't want to be well, sad. It's been so long. Like, like, right, get over it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Always mourning your dead. Just a minute. Rob, what's up? Oh, God, I love you guys. I just sit here and just chuckle on my way to work. Oh, uh, it's Crash. He's the, so weird. <laughs> it is a little weird. The whole macaroni thing made sense because I certainly didn't uh, collect bones. And maybe that was a Manitoba thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Bone no, collectors in so Manitoba. You, yeah. you, 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 right. you haven't lived unless you glued bones together. <laughs> apparently not. Apparently yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I used to work in an eMERGE uh, department here at Edmonton. We did multiple amputations in, in eMERGE, obviously, with people that get, you know, bones and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. cut off or whatnot. Not once did we ever ask or have anybody ask to keep them. We just put them in the medical waste and they were and they were really. But if yeah. someone I, was I to say that uh, like they want their finger or whatever was cut off. Yeah, do you accommodate? Yeah, could you have done it? I don't think you can just because it's technically medical waste, right? And and whatever bone you have would would have to be cleaned, right? And so you would bring this bone home with uh, or a finger or whatever uh, you know, appendage it was. Yeah. And then it would have to be cleaned off or you, it would go, like, it would rot. I, I mean, it, yeah. it's tissue, right? I guess you so, could bring it to a taxidermy. They would know what to do with it. <laughs> Just boil it off in a soup stock pot. Boil it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll send it over to uh, to Crash there and uh, we'll uh, yeah. we'll get her all, all done up for the next I'll next clean you up nice project. and good, Rob. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Alrighty. Excellent, guys. Take care. Love you. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. Happy Halloween. It's mm-hmm. good. You guys really match your spooky costumes this morning. Oh, by the way, if you're just getting up and if you're looking at Now TV, we spooky. Um, you will see that Ginge is dressed as... We think Lucius Malfoy now. We think Lucius Malfoy. Sexy Death Eater. Right. Someone said possibly Haley because of the hair. 
We don't know because uh, Crash didn't get me a costume. I Even did though get last you, week, I got you multiple. We agreed to exchange costumes, and I brought him a thoughtful Barney Rubble based on his Neanderthal DNA. Yes, he's like eighty percent caveman. Costume good. Well, oh, there he goes. Ooh, ooh. And he brought me nothing. I brought you options. Don't you, because you're so, like, uh, you, you can't make up your mind. So I gave you five option. different options. Yeah. Well, also, you were a little nonchalant about the... I said, yeah, maybe. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to get producer Rami to go back last week yeah. and the week before. Rami's very busy. Go through all the audio yeah. and pull clips alone. of you all wishy-washy on if you're going to take part in this. I was even, cool. I even had a discussion. She's like, do you want me to go out and get everybody costumes? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, honestly, I don't think Ginger's into it. I was so excited when I first busted out. I'm like, great idea. And you're like, uh, Yeah. Uh, and then I let it die in the water. Uh-huh. Then the following day, I brought it up again. And yep. you're like... Uh, I don't know. I don't like to be. Too and then Haley's like, "Yeah, you can do it." I like to be a little non-committal. And then I don't um, seem too thirsty. We thought you got overwhelmed, and then you took a day off. Uh-huh. And then we talked about you off the air when you were in Rome. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sorry, sorry. The death in my family inconvenienced you at all, Crash. I was unaware. Jesus, even I knew. But then we brought up again, and uh, no, no. Yeah, I like, to, I like to be a little. I don't know. I like a little, a little aloof, a little mysterious. So right. we're gonna have. Will he? Won't he? Six months from now, we're gonna do this again. You guys got it done. It'll be weird, but we're gonna do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if you are watching on Now TV, you can see Crash and Ginger dressed up. They dressed each other for Halloween today. Mm. And I think the biggest mistake you did, Ginger, was bringing in this that uh, inflatable club because it's making really annoying sounds on his microphone, and I hate it. You guys, uh, have you ever held a club all day? Like, it's great. I'm Nobody gonna, wants to hear that. We're going to keep this uh, throughout the year now. You can see how uh, the power would corrupt police officers. Because even Crash, for three hours, having a club in his hand. Oh my An God. inflatable become, one. Has become a menace. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Do you know how many times he's going to hit me skulls. with that today? <laughs> I'm going to be hit with that all day today. Oh, yeah. I can feel it. It's great. Get over here. Alrighty, uh, let's do some news here for you guys. This is kind of a cool story. So there's a cycling YouTuber who does videos on some of the best places to cycle. And he's recently called Edmonton, quote, the most exciting city in North America. Whoa. That's quite the, uh, it's quite the title. Is he terrified cycling through town? I Why think was so, it the yes. most exciting? <laughs> <It's> exciting. <laughs> Earlier this month, the urban cycling YouTube channel Shifter uploaded a video called This Northern City is Spending $100 million to Improve Cycling. Can yours? Now, the beginning does poke fun at the city being an unlikely candidate for the next great bike city, but he said that cycling through it is pretty nice, including cycling through the River Valley. So that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That is gorgeous. Which is nice. The 17-minute uh, video does dive into the nitty-gritty of being a cyclist in Edmonton and uh, speaks to some of our counselors. Sure. So far, the video has received 73,000 views. I think there's more now since I originally put this story together. Did he have anyone chasing him? No, he didn't have anybody chasing him. Mm-hmm. So he just goes uh, town to town, like checking out how your cycling paths are? Uh, I think so, yeah. Here, I'll put the link to the video up there. So, up to 80,000 views now. Yeah. Ooh, wow. If you want to go and check it out. Did he go through like bike lanes in town or he's stuck to more like a trail, like trail ride? He did both. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So you can go and uh, and check that out, which is, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's sort of shaming like... I don't know. He is a little bit shady. The headline of the video, like Marcus said, a little this bit. northern city is spending a hundred million. And we're not. Can your city too? Yeah. But it's almost like like if look at this this dump is spending a hundred million. Oh, I. Why isn't yeah. your city doing anything? That's a good point. 
Maybe not. I haven't watched the video. <laughs> Just the headline rubbed me the wrong way. For those of you who are looking to travel soon and you wanted to do so on a budget, I've got some bad news. Ultra low-cost airline Swoop is officially dead after taking to the skies one last time on October the 28th. Now, earlier this year, parent company WestJet announced that the low-cost carrier would officially shut down following months of tense negotiations. The eight-month negotiation process came to a conclusion in June when a second collective bargaining agreement between WestJet and the Airline Pilots Association um, all ratified it, bringing the operations together. WestJet like uh, put a fun spin on it to make it sound like it's a better thing for uh-huh, WestJet right, right. with like lower, uh, lower-cost flights. Right, yes. More options. Uh-huh. But they constantly harp. They don't have staff. Right. Or planes (laughs) to take you places like I know. They don't have... I I buy flights that don't exist. It's very weird. So they're getting rid of their low-cost option. Huh. Because Swoop was always under WestJet. Yeah. But it was still its own, like, thing. Yeah. Yes. uh, Yeah, your no-frills airline. Yeah, it was their version of a no-frills. Yeah, yeah. But they're blaming the new new pilots contract on them not being able to... Because they didn't want to pay pilots. That's right. Because they didn't want to pay the Swoop pilots as much as the WestJet pilots, which makes zero sense. I feel like they're... We're getting punished... And they're blaming the pilots for it. Oh, 100%. Because we're just losing one more option. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, sure are. losing any sort of competition. Yeah, that's right. How are we with Flair Airlines? Are we all feeling good about Flair? I've honestly had, I know there's there's horror stories about every airline. Sure, yeah. Just personal experience. We've flown out in like three, three, four times maybe. Yeah. And it's been on it's Flair. Been smooth. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good. I mean, I've had good luck. Yeah. Because we did a Flair once, didn't we? Yeah, we did. No, we did Swoop. Yeah, I remember I thought, being pink. Yeah, I thought we did a flare to Vegas once, didn't we? We once did. Maybe, maybe the same when you guys. Mm-hmm. We want one one way, one back. Oh, maybe because yeah, the times but, worked out better. Yeah, because right. yeah. one of them had a good time to go down. One of them had a good time to come back. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like it's not that different. No, right. Like yeah. the planes are the same. Yeah, it's, yeah, they are yeah, the same. same. I agree. It's, it's all the same. Yeah. You, uh, you guys know I'm I'm a little mad at WestJet. <laughs> No. It's come up. It's come up. <laughs> mm. So I just want to put that out there. Just oh. part of the news. Breaking news. Still mad. So you're a free agent as far as airlines go. Oh, yeah. I'm free agent. Free agent. You'll try every other airline now. Yes. And apparently Air Canada sucks just as hard. So All I don't other know. two in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> this text here, 5679, says it's interesting that this is in the news since our flight on WestJet was canceled and rebooked eight hours later than it should have been. Mm. Sounds familiar. I have heard good things, and someone texted in yesterday when Mars was doing her eight ten minutes. <laughs> that Porter limited flights. Yeah, I know because I looked at Porter when they canceled our flight back on the yeah. weekend. I was looking at getting. I, there's none. They not, fly like two or three places that work for us, but like yeah, great reviews. Yeah, yeah, great reviews. Yeah, hopefully, like uh, they'll see success with this and then expand the fleet. Right, <sighs> hopefully. Because Flair's like, their whole thing is like mid-budget airline? Yeah, yeah like I think perks? so. Aren't like your no, drinks included I thought that was stuff? Porter. I thought that was Porter's thing. That's what I mean. Oh, did I, who did I say? Yeah, you said Flair. Oh, sorry. No, I meant Porter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Porter is like a mid-range. It's supposed to be like somewhat no frills, but you get you get options. You get some frills. Yeah, right. yeah. It doesn't fly Vancouver to Edmonton. A couple of frills. Yeah, they have very limited Very flights. limited flights. Yeah. A limited frills airline, which is totally fine, too. The other Kimberly, Kimberly just took Porter for the first time last week. It was great, mm. she says. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Not me. And I think they fly into, <laughs> I've always wanted to do, uh, Toronto has Pearson. Yeah. That big dump we all know. But then they also have that like island airport right by downtown. Yeah, yeah the do. smaller one. I think Porter flies into that one. Because their planes are smaller. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a Porter plane, is it two and two? I think so. No middle so, seat? No middle seat. 
That's the biggest complaint about like uh, WestJet canceling flights. You get slapped on another flight and you just fill these stupid middle seats. Didn't you guys get middle on the way home? Oh, I yeah. did get middle on the way home. You don't recall Murr's mm-hmm. talking about that? In economy. <laughs> oh my God. It's not what I paid for. How did you? <laughs> and they said they're going to review my claim. There's review. nothing to review. How does that work too? Because <laughs> um, flights price is fluctuate all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, big time. The ticket you bought, because you bought this months ago. Yeah, I did, yeah. You planned ahead. Sure did. Like you should. Yeah. Uh, so whatever the price was then could be very different than the price was when you actually flew. Sure, the value of the ticket. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So are they basing it on what the current value is or what you paid? They're going to base it on the most expensive price for that seat and give me the least amount of money possible. Hmm. It sounds very West Shut. <laughs> yeah. Look at the Porter love flying in. My mom flew Porter. Loved it. Porter, free beer. I want to fly Porter. Free beer. Make them regret that. Yeah, right? Make a real ass of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of uh, airlines not doing the right thing, a disabled British Columbia man who can't walk and uses a motorized wheelchair says that he was forced to drag himself off an Air Canada flight in Las Vegas. Oh, I hope that's not true. After the airline's third-party ground assistant personnel were not available to help him. He's from Prince George. His name is Rodney. He said he's now going to push for changes to ensure that no other disabled person endures what he experienced. He said, quote, I don't want any Anybody else to have to go through that? I would like a change within their policies or how they do things. Air Canada needs to step up. Now, Rodney, who is 49 years old, cannot walk due to spastic cerebral palsy, said he originally thought the flight attendant was joking when he told him he would have to get himself off the airplane, but then was shocked and angry when he was asked a second time to disembark without any support. This is terrible. What? He was, there was no one there that could help him. Had to haul himself past 12 rows of seats. Oh, my God. I get, I have no doubt that is a terrible, can be a terrible job, a flight mm. attendant. It's like the stuff they have to put up with. Oh, like, sure. What's your human yeah. decency? But you've got to figure something out for this Yeah, guy. like you just have yeah. to be a decent person. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if you're nice. Just be decent. Did anyone else on the flight help him? Or he just... Because that's another thing. Like, if you see someone struggling, don't you help? <laughs> but I'm guessing in this case, he was probably last to leave because they were waiting oh, like for waited. some assistance. And then everyone else had deplaned. And then oh. the assistance never came. Oh, and they're God. like, yeah. sorry. Oh, God. Get a dragon. He's a hardware salesman. And he says he was forced to use the strength of his upper body to pull himself down the airplane aisle. While his wife, Deanna, held his legs, which cannot move. Oh, man. Oh, poor guy. Like, go upstairs to the office and get a wheelie chair. Yeah, anything. Like, there's chairs at the the airport. Mm -hmm. Any CEO or VPs, we talked about earlier, a lot of VPs and companies. Lots of companies. Any airline right now has got to be like, look, uh, people are not loving us. Uh, They're not, though. That's what's wild. Anytime someone uh, needs help, uh, please help them. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, Just regardless of the situation. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. No, they had I, to know, I, anyone working that flight would have had to know, like, oh my god, this is going to be a, a problem. problem tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, they're just like, no. Is it a liability thing? And, like, it, it shouldn't matter, but is it a liability thing where they're like, we can't, like, physically help you? Because if you injure yourself more than the liabilities on the airline, is it that? Sure, but somewhere in... Because you're not in a chair? They landed in Vegas, huge airport. Like, someone can go find something to help this man get off the plane with. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have to drag himself. Agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some, the there, there should be an option. My God, that mm. what a what a s- sick story. Ugh, brutal.
Air Canada said in a statement that it has contacted Rodney to offer compensation and apologies for the inadequate level of care that he received at the Las Vegas airport. He, uh, Rodney also said that he received a call from Air Canada offering him a $2,000 flight voucher. He said, quote, it doesn't matter if they send me 10000 or 15000 It's not going to fix the problem or what happened to me on that day. Get him, mm-hmm. Rodney. Yeah, yeah. I bet they also said like, hey, next time, Rodney, just talk to us first. Maybe don't call the news. <laughs> Rodney, baby. Yeah. We, got, we got vouchers. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, someone said, I don't know if they're uh, an airline employee, but yeah. it says uh, every aircraft should, uh, or sorry, every aircraft has an onboard wheelchair that the crew are trained to use. Right. Which makes sense, right? It should have. Someone did point out that this was like a third party thing. So they did hire a third party to assist in like this situation. Mm. And it was the third party that didn't have the staff. But I don't see how that matters. Mm. Sure. You still got a, it's still your problem now. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, you still have to deal with it. Yeah. Mm. Guy still needs a hand. Mm hmm. Ugh. Yeah, and this text makes a uh, th- makes a really good point. You shouldn't have to call the media to have crappy treatment acknowledged. Agreed. No, sometimes you got to go to the news. That's why breaking news. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mars was slighted. Oh, oh <laughs> had to travel an economy six times. You yeah, think, 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 think Marty had a bad? Wait to hear what happened to Mars. She paid for the glass of wine, <laughs> and it wasn't even in a glass. No, it wasn't. Oh. oh. Plastic. And that flight, that's going to be like 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, after being delayed. Canceled. Canceled. Mm. Canceled. Six flights, all of them, delayed or canceled. Every single one. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Anyways. Happy flying, guys. Yeah, Godspeed. Good luck out there. Good luck out there. Yeah. I agree. All right, it is Halloween, so here's a trick-or-treat bag of random holiday-related goodies. Some are peanut butter cups, others are candy corns, but none of them are circus peanuts, thank God, unless you're Haley, because for some twisted, psychotic reason, she loves those peanuts. Yeah, why? Why? I don't know. The circus peanuts? Oh, I thought you meant like peanuts in general. No, with the circus oh, ones. like the foamy things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. And she's not here to defend herself today, so let's just give it to Can her. we talk about it? Like, she's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Like, someone has to say, what the hell? Yeah, you know, those stupid peanuts, and I was referencing the uh, those foamy bananas. Oh, Ugh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Well, the National Confectioners Association says that 98% of people who are going to be giving out candy uh, will be handing out candies and chocolate. It's unclear what the other 2% will be handing out. Maybe some sort of like a salty snack, loose change, or fruit. Uh. I guess maybe. The same survey says that 51% of people eat candy corn by popping the whole piece in their mouth. 31% bite off the narrow white end first. 18% start on the other side with the wider yellow end. Apparently no one breaks the corner part just to eat the orange middle part first, which is weird. Okay. Mm. You bought so much candy. I did. Yes, I did. I bought a lot of candy. What'd you get? Um, I don't know. I got a 50 box assortment. Yeah. A 50 box assortment of of um, peanut butter cups and something else. Yeah. And then a 45 box assortment of Maynard's. Like, there's just so much candy, and like two people are going to show up tonight. Yeah. Two yeah. lucky kids. Two lucky two kids. Lucky, do we just give them each a box? Well, that leads me to this. <laughs> According to this survey, how many treats per kid are you handing out if they are Halloween sized candies? How many per bag? Which is a, a mitt full. Yeah. You're doing a mitt full? Yeah. Uh, the average person says two per kid. Why only two? Although if you're in a, if you're a high traffic yeah, area, high traffic area yeah. yeah, you, two makes sense. Yeah. Cause we're doing mitt fulls. Yeah. We all talk a big generous game if we have like 10 to 20 kids coming by. Sure. Yeah. But if you got 
two to three hundred. Yeah, which is maybe wild. maybe yeah. you're singing a different tune. <laughs> I would yeah, say so. <laughs> yeah. The average person said two pieces per child. Uh, next in line was three pieces per child. Then four pieces per child, and then the last one was just a fistful. They're not counting how many. Which I feel has gone up. Mm-hmm. No, do, were we getting handfuls of candy as children? Not no. at all. We were getting like one. Yeah, I feel like it was a woody. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they'd one. be like a, a rocket, and they're like, "Here you <laughs> they'd go." They'd open the little sleeve of rockets. <laughs> one rocket. <laughs> share this with your friends. This like, is for all of you. <laughs> they might have been pills, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, I remember getting one, maybe two, or like a box we of Smarties. Lucky. You get one. You're like, "What?" That's the? what I mean. Yeah. And then you wait there, thinking because they're heading back in with a bowl, thinking oh. they're getting like a different one, maybe a bag of chips, and you're like. And you're like, nope, they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, most people think that Halloween is a harmless, fun holiday. 14% of people, though, said that they believe that Halloween is harmful. They didn't elaborate as to why, though. On so, your teeth, brush them. I guess it could very well be. 18% of people say that they decorate for Halloween every year. 14% of people say they decorate most years. Another 14 said some years. 34% of people say that they just don't really decorate for Halloween. They just turn their light on to say that they have candy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at their door. Uh, 34% of parents think the age of 13 is when you should start trick-or-treating alone. Oh. We talked about this yesterday because you think that you want your kiddos to go out by themselves. Having a bit of a, yeah, crisis of conscience. I don't know if we're, and maybe I'm misremembering, but I just remember a lot of parents out. I also grew up in a pretty small town, so maybe that affects things as well. I grew up here. We didn't have our parents either. We grew up in block parent society. Yeah, put that in the window. It was safe. Neighborhoods were safe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't worry, there's a block parent on this block. (laughs) No police patrols needed. No. We got a block, parents. There's a card in the window. Don't worry. Watch out, would-be murderers. <laughs> There's a block, parent, on this street. 13. That's when people start going out alone. You yeah. have your parents with you up until the age of 13. Yeah. Are you... Well, your oldest is going with friends. Yeah. Uh, is there going to be a parent present, or they're just... It's a good question. That's a good <laughs> question. Rachel probably knows. I feel like... No, because it was talked about, and I feel like the kids almost sort of want it, too. Yeah. Because they haven't Halloween by themselves. Right. But you think they'd, they'd be thirsty for that freedom. What if you uh, do a trial this year? Let them go on their own, but like uh, like slowly creep with the car oh, nearby. Like stalk them. Mm, maybe this is That way if they panic, mm-hmm. then you'd be like, hey, I got gotcha. you. I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. Quick on the horn. But the don't headlights. let them know an issue. Don't your dad some creepy yeah. dude following you Sneaking in his car. Around the city. <laughs> Just a slow creep in a Lantra. That's right. If you wait till you're 13, though, like you're almost out of your prime. Hall- I'm pro Halloween as long as you want to. Yeah. 24, you can go door to door. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like most stop, though, around probably... 14, 15? Yeah. Yeah. Because by 16, it's almost now you're partying. Yeah, because now you're dabbling in maybe some other fun stuff. Yeah. You're right. 15 is pretty much when I called it quits. So that really shortens your your Halloween and like your, the, the time you can Halloween by yourself. You're yeah, yeah. 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember running around at like 10. There's oh, nobody yeah. with us. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, remember we used to get trusted with those uh, UNICEF boxes. Oh too. yeah, the UNICEF uh, boxes, boxes of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. didn't always make it back. No, it never did. Well, I'm looking at that, like, why hang that? Why hang, hang coins around my neck? It was just one more burden to carry. I needed that candy, man. I had to move fast. I know. I never brought back a box. I, was I, I had loose morals. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't bring it back? Mm. Oh, I did. Well, there was something in there. We got a prize if you collected the most money, and you know how I have to win at everything? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that wasn't up to you. That's up to just the houses. Not everyone had UNICEF money. Yeah. There was a lot yeah. of bulls of change. There was a lot of bulls of change. Also, it really slowed things down. It did. 
Yeah, it did. Some old bat digging through a coin purse. Right, and then she wants to put a mitt full in this uh, medicine, or this uh, UNICEF box. Yeah. And it's like, chunk, mm-hmm. like she's playing a slot machine. Like, move on, lady. Throw yeah. it in my candy bag. We're both tight on time here. <laughs> You're right. Night's almost over, and so is yours. <laughs> Kids, by the way, collect anywhere between 3,500 to 7,000 calories on Halloween. So that's what that bag's full of. Uh, to burn off those 7,000 calories, a child would have to walk 180 miles while trick-or-treating. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's doable. They can probably do that. Oh, yeah. It's just a quick trip to Calgary. What's on fire outside? I don't know. Something's burning. James, look behind you. Yeah, it's all smoke back there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Out this window, it's cool. We got big problems. I, I think I think <laughs> a semi or something drove by. I think a big truck drove by that was like burning. But like air pollution like that doesn't normally linger. No, it's moving to the uh, it's moving to the east. Can you We're smell good. It? I feel like I can smell it. Oh, okay. I'm on it. All right, go check it out. <laughs> mm. uh, and also, um, do you guys uh, check out your child's candy haul before they eat it? 83% of parents say they'll give it a little look. Are we still into that? Yeah, they'll like pour it out onto the onto the carpet, have a little look-see through what, what was in the bag. Are you still inve- inspecting like razor blade apples and, and stuff? And then they'll call it a day. No, I feel like there's also way less homemade things. Ah, uh, that's used a good to be point. a lot of popcorn balls. Yeah, rice there was, which no are one, lame. No one eats that. No. It's a nice gesture. I get it if it's a cheaper option, but no. Yeah, I feel I feel bad now because now as an adult, I realize like, oh my god, someone spent hours making yeah, hundreds so, of popcorn balls. Yeah, yeah, like the caramel corn or something. But for what? Yeah, I it know. It all got thrown in the garbage. That's what they're there for. Yeah. And like it, food, it did. food was sparse in my house. We didn't even eat it. Your oh mom wouldn't let you have it? No. I'm going to sneeze. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it, that always got thrown in the garbage. Get it. I'll crank the mic. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mars turned her mic off, tried to hide. Nope. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Not in this house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that smoke that went by. Yeah, that smoke. Uh, but you're right. Nobody ate the popcorn ball. It all just got thrown out. Well, well if any... you wanted to, mom didn't let you. Yeah. It was not an option. Yeah, it wasn't at all. All right, and the last thing that they say that you should be doing this evening is playing with a Ouija board. Now, Ouija board and other attempts to converse with the dead are spiritually dangerous practices that should not be viewed as innocent fun. Mm. That's according to a exorcism priest on Fox News because they are getting the legit hard-hitting interviews. Now, they say um, that a lot of times... The Ouija board will invite things in, such as demons and devils, mm-hmm. and that you have to be careful when you're using it. He said the Catholic Church distinguishes between two forms of exorcisms, major or minor. When you fire up a Ouija board, is that like a ringing phone in hell? Like if someone answers it? you right. Like, how do they know when we're on the Ouija board? Are they just always watching us, waiting for us? I think they're watching us. I'm so here they're here to already. Take you down. Yes, I think so. Demonologists distinguish three levels of demonic incursion. Uh, these three levels are temptation, obsession, which is also called oppression, and possession. And those are the demons that will come through on your Ouija. There's mm. two types of Ouija board people in this world. Ones who uh, believingly put their hands on there yeah. and don't move it. Mm-hmm. And the other group that move crashes. It. That move it. Who move it? Well, you have to yeah. move it. Otherwise, mover, right? no one cares. Oh, I'm a 100% mover. We'll I move it? it every time I've played a Ouija board. Oh, I know. <laughs> what happens when you sit down with another mover? Is there a power struggle? Well, you can feel it. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, know. I got yeah. this. <laughs> you make eye contact and you're like... <laughs> For a second, do you think like, oh my God, there is a spirit. No. You, you know what's I know else. damn well. Because you, you know, know the game. Yeah, I know what they're up to. Because you know it was probably John. 
Uh, yeah, John or whoever else. John, whoever else was yeah, there yeah. with it. We didn't have a Ouija Every board. Every single grown person up. around the table is trying. Yeah. <laughs> the table's just shaking. When was the last time you used a Ouija board? <sighs> I bet not since I was a teen. Mm. Do you have a thing over it, or is it is what it is? Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm down for a Ouija board. Yeah. It's maybe the most. Um, I think depends on the board too. It needs to be an old time. Like if it yes. says Hasbro on it, you're not. Yeah, I don't want the cardboard fold out. I right. want it to be an oldie. Yeah, and like I if want, you can find the wood one, I want that. What do they call like? Is it the eye? <coughs> yes, yeah, the, the eye. There's got the triangle yeah. with the circle in it. Yeah, yeah, like that kind slides of over. Yeah, yeah. By the way, back in 1890, the Ouija board was regarded as an innocent parlor game. It was completely unrelated to the occult uh, until the church got wind of it and then started to relate it to the occult and other things. The game was originally created as a joke? Yeah. Or as just a game? No. Yes, that's why. Oh, I thought the origins of it were from like channeling the, the dead. No, it was a game. Where back in 1890, people were still using it. They were moving it themselves to scare scare children. Oh. And the undisveloped messages to entertain people in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all they were using it for. I'm, I'm, I'm there for yes or no questions. I don't want to have to spell out a name. Like, is Sammy dating Brad? Yeah. yeah, so you don't want, yeah, you don't want the name. I just want yes or no. I don't need to know who has a crush. I don't need full names. Just yeah. yes or no questions. Yeah. Let's get this over with. Is Gingy a virgin? No, no, no. Because <laughs> I'm with all my might shaking the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's heading for no. He, the demon came, he told me, he said no. He just told me in my ear. Ginger's dragging it to no. <laughs> oh, there's some, uh, there's some, I'm going to put some good Ouija boards on here. All right. How do you get like an old one? Do they sell them that looked weathered already? I've yeah. never bought a Ouija. I feel like some people nowadays probably uh, on Etsy, you could probably find like ones that people made. To oh, look really probably, old, yeah. Like on an old, uh, like balsa wood or something. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. This text here says, "Crash, what if you do the Ouija board alone? Do you move it yourself?" Terrified the whole time. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> what is but are you moving it yourself, or is that the spirit? Because Mars said possession is very viable during Ouija. Yes. Time. Oh, you think Did someone's a spirit taking me? overtake you, and you think you're driving the board, but it's actually the spirit. No, I'm pretty sure it was just me doing it. Uh, this text here is from Jackie, 5679, says the instructions on my Ouija board are to ask questions about yourself. Like, will I be successful or does somebody like me? Usually you weren't talking to the dead because it was marketed as a game. Oh, I thought we were supposed to talk to the dead. So as if as when it's marketed as the game, it's supposed to be like, am I going to get a promotion? It's a magic eight ball. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Does, you know, does Corey like me? You know, and then it says yes or no. Well, if it was done that way, why did, why did the church freak out? Well, because it was done as a game and they didn't want anybody having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see some Ouija board questions. That's a good Ouija board you posted there, right? Change. That's what I want my board to yeah, look like. Yeah, I want it to look old and weathered like you pulled it out of some old basement of uh, a 1900s home. Yes. And I don't want it to have like a place in your house. I want you to find it in the house. Like you didn't put it there. It was in the wall. Yes. It was built into the wall because people wanted to lock up the spirits. Mm-hmm. That's Jumanji right. Style. It was bricked in. That's right. So, oh, and by the way, uh, it was the church down in the States that was the first one to say, this is summoning. Oh, God. I got got some good Ouija board questions. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, So if you're talking to the spirit, how old are you? Your age? How long have you been dead? How long ago did you die? Okay. A really great one to ask. Let's say the three of us were playing. Yeah. We would ask the spirit, how many people are in this room? Oh, and it would know. And it would, if it's more than three, we got a problem, Mars. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Are you alone? 
are you angry? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? <laughs> it's coming through clear. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a Ouija. Just put my microphone up in the air. Yeah. Oh are, are you near? Yes. Um, are you, are, are you, are you content? No. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, God. I don't want to play this anymore. Oh, no. Hold on. Number, are you horny? I wouldn't have. I mean, while we're here, though, are you horny? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seems inappropriate, but that's a standard question. It is. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys in the spirit of Halloween at 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Has anybody ever tried to burn a Ouija board and it wouldn't burn? Mm. Did you throw it in the garbage and it ended up on your kitchen table? Yeah, does a Ouija board come back if you toss it? Paranormal activity, it did. Yeah, it mm. did in paranormal right. activity. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Maybe did you we- use the Ouija board? And I don't need like an I don't make like an evil spirit. Like, did your mother-in-law come through? <laughs> she's oh. well, she's imagine, she's worse than a Ouija board. <laughs> imagine you do make demon. contact with the other side, and it's like someone you hate. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, what a waste. Is there anybody listening who whipped out a Ouija board after somebody passed? I knew I never liked you. <laughs> Mother-in-law, do you like me? No. Mm. Oh no. Great. Would it be inappropriate to break one out at the funeral? Uh, is that when they're most I would uh, say contactable? So. Um, they're, when they're closest to? I think if you bring it into the home, the funeral chapel, uh, it's, no. It's a bad look. Yeah, but flip it down on your tailgate in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can tailgate that. Get to it. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be fun. All right, did anybody use a Ouija board? Did you try to burn it? Did it come back? Did you throw it in the landfill? And sure enough, it was on your kitchen table. I think if you find one in a landfill, that's good. That's, that's good keeping. That's a good Ouija. Yeah. That's yes. a good Ouija board. Someone had some problems with that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did your mother-in-law come through? Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Spooky. We got spooky Ooh. costumes here in the studio. Me and Ginge did a costume exchange. It's on our Insta, Crash Mars. All one word if you want to see. That's we right. We both agreed to uh, exchange costumes. And one of us brought one in for the other one. And one of us just dug stuff out of his office. <laughs> Ginge slapped is, it on his red-headed friend. <laughs> his earlier version is uh, he's Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness. And but then you didn't like that. You I, you I, did an outfit change I did not halfway through. Like it, Marzi brought up this wig that I just happened to look incredible. In. You look really good in it. So you I kept it, Ginge. You got to bring that wig home. Yeah. So pretty. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> it suits you. Uh, during commercials, Ginge was in the other booth uh, answering some phones. Did you think it was Haley? Um. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same color you as Haley's You guys are really hair. dragging Haley this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Do you think that guy with the big beard is Haley? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Ginge, uh, you were answering the phone. You got the the handset to your head. Uh-huh. You look like you look perfect in there. Yeah, I was going to take a photo and capture the moment. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you that's like mine? I've never had long hair. It's pretty. I see like, why Crash kept his for so long. Right? It's nice. It's, it's different. It, it's intoxicating. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It changes you. Oh, yeah. That's good. Mm. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about the ever frightening um, and what people believe in Ouija board. Yes. And we're wondering uh, if anybody who has ever used a Ouija board, also known as the spirit board, the talking board, or the witch board, uh, has ever used it. And um, did your mother-in-law come through? Uh, Did your father-in-law? 
Maybe you tried to burn your Ouija board in the campfire and it ended up on your kitchen table. The Ouija came back the very next day. Sure did. Um, Becca posted a picture. Um, This is just a pile of crap at her work. There's a Ouija board on the top of it. I saw that. Do you see it? It's like uh, one of those uh, big uh, like uh, photocopier paper boxes filled with stuff. And there's a Ouija board up top. Oh, my God. (sighs) That's for like late night office parties. That's someone trying to get rid of it. That's awesome. Someone yeah. brought that out of their home. Oh, and they dumped it at work. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually a good spot to dump it, eh? Um, <laughs> yes. Also, this Ouija board is bilingual. Oh, is it? It's, uh, yeah. Which... Is that a Like, we or no? <laughs> yeah, it's got both. Goodbye and au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't see that close. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> well, I feel, I feel like that takes some of the... The serious aspect of it away. Yeah. I like it. The uh, spiritual this, aspect. This takes to your 5679 says, guys, I burnt a Ouija board in my fireplace. Absolutely nothing happened. It just burnt like regular wood. I do wish some of the old board games that got burnt would come back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ghost. Thanks for bringing that up. The ghost of Pictionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you got a story here, uh, Terry. Hello. Good morning. Hey. Hi. Uh, you dabbled in a Ouija board as a kid, right? Yes, I did. I was 12 years old. Yeah. And myself and my cousins were sitting at my aunt and uncle's in the porch. All of our adults, yeah. our parents were sitting in a kitchen table drinking. And so we were worried about um, people drinking and driving mm-hmm. oh, back in their 80s. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So we asked the Ouija board. If, For a ride? <laughs> uh, no, we asked the Ouija board if there was going to be an accident tonight. And it said yes. Oh my what? god! I and hope we, everybody called a taxi we, after that. <laughs> and then we asked if somebody get hurt, and it said yes. Oh, jeez! And then we asked if someone's going to break any bones. It said yes. Oh my god! And then from there, we put that Ouija board away because it scared all of us. Um, and we just played a game of hide and go seek. I was standing on top of a stairway with uh, in the dark, no railing. Oh. I stepped backwards, fell twelve feet, oh and broke both my wrists. Oh so I was the no! One that went to the hospital. <laughs> oh no! Oh my God! The, the Ouija, Ouija board, board was right. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and I, Forty years later, I just ordered another one. It should be here this Friday. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why not? Right. What Why are you going to do with it? Like, what's your plan when it comes on Friday? Hopefully, contact past relatives. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. sit down. I'll make yeah. sure I stay off the stairs. Sure, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Do a little long distance calling. Yeah. I get it. Find yourself a nice bungalow, one level. Yeah. Are, are you going to set the mood, like light some candles, burn some stuff, or what? You betcha. And maybe wrap myself in bubble wrap. Oh, <laughs> sure. wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want any problems there. Are you All doing right. it alone, or are you doing it with friends? I'm going to do it by myself, and uh, if nothing really happens, I'll get all my kids and stuff, and we'll try it that way. <laughs> Mars, with a Ouija board, you're never alone. No, you're not. You're right. Good yes. luck, Terry. Yeah, good luck, Terry. That's fine. Thank you. Yeah, all right. no problem. You guys, have a, yeah, you guys have a spectacular day. You yeah, too. you too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. The Ouija was right. She was worried about getting in a drinking and driving accident. <laughs> Which is yeah, but the Ouija board just kept hitting yes, yes, because the the answers were because the answer was yes, right, yeah. right. Yeah, if you drink, you drive, you get busted. They even asked about broken bones, and she broke bones. Yeah, the Double Ouija wrist. knows all. 
you that's break crazy. both your wrists. How do you run Ouija after that? That's what it took 40 years to heal. So she's just that's finally yeah. ready to dip her toes back in the Ouija pool. This text here, 56789, says, I will never play with the Ouija board again. Back when I was in my 20s, I had one that we used to play all the time. Then it started getting really weird and evil and made us all very uncomfortable. I gave the board away to friends, and a couple months later, I asked them about it, and they said, oh, no, we had to throw that out because every time they played it, it asked to move back in with me. Mm. What? How? Is each Ouija board connected just to one spirit, one demon? No, I think there's so many out there. Every time one's printed off the line, it's attached. Who's ever's by the phone? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, Let's do, uh, Dave, you got a Ouija board story or what? Well, it was our boys uh, numerous years ago. Uh, They were probably only eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, ten. And one of their friends had a Ouija board. So, of course, they brought it to our walk-in closet in our house. Of course. When we weren't there to do it fairly large walk-in closet and so they're playing it in there and they swear that it uh, shot off the table and uh, and so they all came running downstairs really fast you know all screaming and upset and uh so then ever since then the funny thing was too is in the closet we had blocked off one of the heaters with a with a bureau so it was always colder in that closet than it was anywhere else in the house yeah for sure and uh, yeah and uh, so we always told the boys that when they told us we couldn't believe it and we said oh thanks you opened the hellhole in our house and uh, not the neighbor's house Mm-hmm. And we took him in there and we said, see what you've done? It's cold in here. Oh, yeah, that's so yeah. funny. And they're like, oh my God, it is. Did you scare the bejeebas out of them? They stepped out, they stepped in, they stepped out, and they said, oh my God, you're right, it is. Uh, <laughs> so they, 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 they talked about it for years. They were stressed for years about that. And uh, to this day, they still laugh. But uh, Yeah, did you tell them eventually that you guys were just kind of pulling their... Pulling their leg we on it? Did. Yeah. We oh, did. Yeah. It was probably even later that same year because they were still stressing about it. But, yes. Uh, That's yes. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those funny parent moments. <laughs> that is awesome. I freaking love that. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> right on, man. Thanks. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. It's cute. Nowadays, too, like uh, messing with kids around Halloween, uh, especially if you're playing a Ouija board, too. But like with smart homes and like lights and stuff, like you could just control oh, yeah. it on your ass. That's true, yeah. And weren't you like uh, tripping up your kids daily? Yeah, you should. Scare them a little. You can scare them that way. Or can you also, like, um, Ouija boards, can you make your own? Yes. Does it have to be, like, from the wood of a coffin? No, it doesn't. You can do it on cardboard if you wanted to. Does the ink have to have blood in it? No, it doesn't. Because what makes it... Because user uh, Oismo says they made their own Ouija board. Yes. Took it to a cemetery. Yes. And nothing. But I wondered, did they make it wrong? No, you can make it all by yourself if you want. You can get a piece of cardboard and just write it out, and then you can make like a cardboard. Wow, that's budget. placard or whatever. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to talk to poor ghosts. I know. <laughs> that's what you get. Talk to the Rockefellers. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to channel someone that's going to rob you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Katrina, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, you uh, you were dabbling in some Ouija board action, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what happened? Did things get weird? It got really weird. We had like um, a murder mystery Halloween party at my mother-in-law's a few years ago. Yes. And so we invited some friends over and it was my mother-in-law. She has like a guest room that's just off of her property and like a little cabin. So we all went in the cabin and we decided we wanted to 
try out the Ouija board and I always thought it was like fooey but and I think most of the people there did yeah. we had some friends so three people decided they would start with the Ouija board and the three people didn't know each other they didn't really know a lot of anybody's background and so the the Ouija board started moving to letters <gasps> and it was like it moved to M and then it was A and then it was R and yeah. they're like what like one friend was like, oh, I think it's this person from my school. And then um, they ended up spelling out Margaret. Oh. And they're like, who's Margaret? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like shaking their head. And my mother-in-law, she's in the room and she's shocked. And she's like, that's my mother's name. And her mother had lived in that house. She had passed away three years before and had lived in that house. Oh, my God. Oh, that's actually kind of creepy. And there was, was there any way that someone would have known that name to move the board to spell that? No, because they didn't know each other. And they didn't, like, it was a, a one of our friends we brought, so they didn't know my mother-in-law's mother's yeah, yeah. name. Yeah, huh. so, oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Was it your husband? Was he the one that did it? No, it was... Three random people who didn't know each other. So, like, we each brought a friend, and it was a dress-up party, and and oh. they didn't know each other. So. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, that one's sketch. That's a weird that one. That's sketch. Yeah. All right, Kim. Thanks, okay. Katrina. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like it works because you're like, how would you know, and how would anyone else? How would know? anybody know? I do put more faith in the adult stories because teens are liars. Oh yeah. Basically. Oh yeah. But yeah. in these three, none of them they didn't know each other. No. None of them knew her mother-in-law's mother. Yeah. Where did the name come from? What are the chances of that three strangers would agree to sit down and do a Ouija board? Oh, you think there was a plant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone knew something. Or the spirit showed up. Or th- Margaret? Margaret. That. <laughs> <laughs> she showed up. Did they ask Margaret more questions or did her mother-in-law say No. Get off the board. Oh, said, no. her. Yeah. Get out of here. At that point, yeah, when the mother-in-law shows up, you throw the board out, right? Yeah, you do. You're you like, do. well, Time we didn't go. need to open this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. We got to get out of here. Um, What's that, Crash? By the way. Put, Crash just put a picture up in the app, by the way, this morning, if you want to go over and have a look at it. You guys were mocking me for my uh, childhood school project uh-huh. of gluing chicken bones together. We yeah. were. And there, there's a, maybe a handful of listeners that said they uh, did that as well. I don't there know about a handful. Any? Yeah, I think like one. <laughs> an empty hand. And I struggled to find pictures on the internet, but I did find this one. Yeah. Um, it's chicken bones. It's a fun project that you could do with your kids tonight if you got some chicken bones. Uh, glue them together. This one, uh, they made a hand out of it. Doesn't that look cool? Yeah, those yeah. are chicken bones on the bottom for sure. The <laughs> palm. What are the fingers made out of? Yeah. Well, those That's would, a big chicken. Well, those <laughs> those would be the legs of the chicken. Like the drumstick. Oh, oh the drumstick, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you move on from the wings. That is disturbing. Isn't that really neat? Are you sure this was a thing like sanctioned by your class, or did you make art that you brought in? <laughs> I'm pretty sure now. Yeah, that I think it was, I was asked. It was the classroom yeah. thing. There you go. You wouldn't do it? No. Oh God, no. It's I even still more have the bones. It's gross. Horrifying than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Crash. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Anytime. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us on this Halloween day. Thanks so much for joining us on Now TV to have a look at Ginge and Crash's uh, costumes this morning. Ginge, you nailed it. Yeah, you, you nailed it. You ruined, did yourself. You ruined Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Oh, what did Crash get me? I was so excited to give you your oh, costume. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> 
I woke oh. Rachel and the kids up. You guys got to turn on no, now TV. Yeah. No. See what Uncle Crash got me. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. Prince of Darkness. They would have been impressed. Yeah, if you're hungry. They would have been like, "Ooh, Papa looks like Ozzy Osbourne." For nothing. It looks good, and you got to do a costume change mid mid show, so that was fun. Right? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, you still have your pants off or what? I put the pants back on. Why'd you put I your s- pants on? Mars was getting a wandering eye. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They that dress is riding high. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I put on my harassment pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ginger's like, no, I should put my pants on. Yeah, covers up. That's right. All right, guys, we are out of here. Have a happy Halloween. Have a safe Halloween as well. Enjoy trick-or-treating tonight. And we are back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We will see you then. Haley's in Toronto, too. Bye. Haley's in. Bye. Want to join the show live? Live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10, on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.